Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Man, as IMOC rolls on, rages on, <laughs> the debauchery gets taken to new heights, new plateaus, new Boy. peaks. I wish, I wish I had it in me to just run it down. I can't do it justice. Since the last time we've convened, we've had some instances on Instagram. You've taken a trip. Can, can you enlighten the, the, the broken pencil pushers around the world on what has transpired since episode 107? Going on a trip on a big old rocket ship. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... <laughs> Uh, took a little, took a little family, family slide up the highway, um, St. Petersburg, beautiful place. Um, was able to, 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 you know, ingest some great food and stay socially distanced. And other than the sea air, uh, belly to back suplex and my allergies right before we came back. I mean, everything was good. Because <clears throat> come to find out, we don't I didn't have- realize it at the time. I'm like walking distance from Tropicana Field. So I was right in the vicinity of Fast Lane as it was going on. Huge fail. Huge fail on your part. <laughs> no, I mean, because we passed by. We was going to go grab a bite. So we passed by Tropicana Field and see the WWE truck. And then that's when it hits me like, oh. <laughs> St. Petersburg is Arlington. Well, St. Petersburg to Tampa is Arlington to Dallas. Facts. So that's when it it hit me like, oh, okay. It wasn't like I could get tickets or anything. It wasn't like I could go. Yeah, like you you weren't about to just bully foot your way into the front row. Like that wasn't gonna right. happen. Right. You feel me? Like it's it's not like I could have just walked up to the box office box office and did like a walk up and see if I could get a a, a nosebleed. You might have been lucky to get a static link to be in the fucking uh the, the Thunderdome. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> they didn't hit you with that dance mania. Like you can stand here if we need an extra. <laughs> like you ain't finna, you ain't finna Theo me. <laughs> you, you, hey, you want to dress up in all black and be a cameraman who gets gets his juke stolen? Go ahead, right here. <laughs> right, they'll be like, hey, hey, you know, what's your, what's your, what's your physical situation like? You think you can take a couple bumps? Wait a minute, stop. How much money are we talking about? And uh, have you been swabbed lately? Let me see your knife. Right. right. Do you do you have do you have an instant testing kit? Then I mean, and we're talking about the right money because if you're talking about a tuna sandwich from catering and two fifty, I'm gonna go ahead and and, t- and cut my losses right now. I'll go back to the to the Airbnb. I'll go hit this this high rise we staying in. Don't even worry about it. Well, if we talk about five five uh five hundred full access to catering and some interview opportunities, we <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? I will go back to this apart to this bedroom to this apartment and I will cast fast lanes of this TV from my iPad. <laughs> don't don't play me. You're not finna get me out here acting like this. 
but we'll also you keep keep you in don't mind. Have these? <laughs> and keep in mind when you touch down, you uh, you you and the wife spend some quality time on the highway. But when you touch down, you finally access your social media, and there is a thread that BPBC has. All <laughs> all four <laughs> members are a part of yeah, this thread. The, the BPBC elite thread. Yes, indeed. Shouts out Ron Murray. Shouts out to uh, the Petty Messiah. You know what I'm saying? Senior Petty, Black Lesnar. <laughs> Black Black Lesnar. He he couldn't make today. Actually, no, I'm sorry. He could have made today. He chose not to burn one of his dates. <laughs> I mean, you gotta you gotta keep those dates tight until WrestleMania. So if it's just some, a random episode of Raw, some bitch, you gotta, you gotta go use that. As, oh, we're so, not, we not just showing we're not just showing up to point at the WrestleMania sign. Oh, oh, some bitch to him. <laughs> so. In the, in this thread, I'm notified of a bunch of, uh, I, for lack of better terminology, I'm going to say musings and props. <laughs> musings and props. That's very good. Yes. One very co- good. One coming from uh, one of one of the biggest of ooses. Yes. Yeah, so the, actually, the same night that I realized I'm up the street from uh, Tropicana Center and could have walked there. Come to find out, I hop on my Instagram because remember the the same shoes and shirt combo we've been talking about for like two now. The Yokozuna, yes sir, Icons T with the with the Sia Collective Skate Tiger Kings. I finally posted it. So when I posted it, I went through my one twos, make sure um, tag Sia, tag WWE because it's one of their shirts. And then, unfortunately, because I cannot tag Yokozuna, he's no longer with us. I tagged as many of as many members of the Oost gang as I could think of that were under WWE contract. So that was Rikishi, uh, Roman, Jay, the twins, Jimmy. Yep. Yeah, both the twins. Um, uh, Naomi and uh, Tamina. So I'm like, okay, you know, just maybe they see it, maybe they don't. Ain't doing no tripping. Like we talked about, it's just me going through my motions. This is how I do my one-two. So, a couple days go by. Get the same normal activity. Like, really, it was a different social media platform that got more engagement on that post because they were like, oh, this is fire. This 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 fit is where it's at. Come to find out, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I get an inbox. I get a DM about a completely unrelated post. Like for those of you who, who follow me on social media, ask why for mayor, and you know about um, the funky cypher in Dallas where we um, pay tribute to DOC. Um, there's, I have, I have what, uh, what BMZ refers to as the verse of the year. Okay. And he, he started putting Mo, Mo, uh, <laughs> Mo gas on it by saying verse of the decade. I'll agree verse of the year, verse of the decade. I'll have to do my research. That's a stretch. I'm certainly top, <laughs> certainly top 10. <laughs> certainly top 10. Yeah, I mean, just to call yourself the top dog without proper research is just asinine. We don't do that here. However, yeah, it, it's we, disrespectful. We can have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, like we, we can sit down and crush the numbers, but verse of the year, I will absolutely accept that because I ain't heard nothing else. There you go. But this neither here nor there. So um, it was play. The video was played recently on someone's Twitch channel. 
I shared it. I shared the whole verse while giving props. Matter of fact, it was Leo J. Shouts out Leo J. You know what I'm saying? So uh, absolutely shout out. So he played the video uh, in, a, in a way to show gratitude and respect. I reposted the verse and a shout out to the show. I get an inbox of the video and it says, matter of fact, let me read this verbatim. Let's not, let's not I'm, I'm going somewhere here. So I'm glad you, I didn't, I'm glad I have to tell you to grab your phone, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I keep it with me. I, I keep it with me. Uh, scroll up. Bam. Says three fire emojis. Oos. Keep bringing that heat. And when the when the notification came up, I thought it was somebody else on my timeline that was going live. Didn't register. Go back to homepage. I got a new message. Okay, check it out. Oops, keep bringing that heat. I look up. It's Rikishi. Ooh. <laughs> Blue check verified OG Oops Rikishi. Is this has nothing to do with the sneakers and t-shirt post. So he ain't this seen is, that yet. This is, yeah, he hasn't seen that yet. That's rap stuff. This, this is rap stuff he's responding to. I'm like, wait, I didn't just post this either. This is like, pardon me. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is nine posts down from the most recent post I've made. So that would mean you had to go to the profile and then start scrolling and looking and click play. And click play. You had all of that. You had to turn your sound on and hear what was going on. So OG Oos put me in the game. I was like, okay, that's what's up. So, so I oh, hold go on. ahead. So, now, so, now you pick up. All right. So in in this world of mobile phones and people being cross distance at this point, so I was about thirteen hundred miles away from the Metroplex. He sends the message to the text thread. And I respond, a couple of emojis, maybe a couple of expletives. And then I happen to see <laughs> the Instagram on the BPBC Elite. And I was expecting more of the same. I was expecting more uh, expletives, WTFs, great reactions, shouts out, all that good stuff. Except for one person. Ron Murray takes it upon himself to respond with this man that's what i'm talking about tell that weirdo capping oh i'm like the broken pistol booking company yeah i have a podcast too man that man you ain't got no cosign do you hear me we getting cosigns from montez ford over here man what that talking about price just went up you know what it is (laughs) say look I respond now. You're going backwards before. No, 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 no. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because this all plays into it. When, when that's when I saw when I when I opened it up, that was the first one that I saw. So I thought it was in reference to that post, but it wasn't. Uh, all right. Then I hear this one. It got as many views as a dead person. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> BPBC or die. On game. Price just went up. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, and then there was another one. Cause I, I'm completely telling Ron after this, like, save this audio. Like, this is a whole mixtape. You are hosting a tape right now. <laughs> and please believe, I do have the unedited version. It's not playing on this show. 
<laughs> it'll never see the light of day. No, nah, we got we got to we got to protect the brand. It'll never see the light of so day. So we we so this co-signs from Legends. And right. not for nothing, Mr. High School Sports himself, Ron Murray, a five. That that's my that's our guy. He's part of the team. Damn. He's part of his game. And uh he, he's your fraternity brother. He's my partner. He, he has uh, no reason. Stand up, classy guy. He has no reason to jump on the team with Broken Pistol Book Company, other than the fact that he rides for his guys. Facts. And then following, hey, you know who? If I, <laughs> following the uh, the 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 posting of Rikishi, this is the one that happened immediately after the post. So, like this is mind you, I'm I'm reading the timeline, and this is what I'm seeing. These responses here. But this You're is the, catching up. Yeah, yeah. This is the catch up here. Look here, man. I don't know any other way to say it. Price just went up. Of course. And I'm talking about price just went up for real. Like, can't even do community activities at this point now, man. Y'all got to charge for that. The only time they see BPBC is kind of like, you know, Nino Brown in the car. The man I only seen them when we giving out turkeys, man. Everything else is for a price. Nothing personal. It's just business, baby. I'm just looking at it right now, dog. CMB, Cash Money Brothers. BPBC, Broken Pencil Booking Company, it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's synonymous right now. It, it's, it's the same thing. I'm just saying, y'all just moved out to the Sportatorium parking lot into the Carter. I'm, I'm just saying, boys looking real familiar right now. Oh, man, look. I, I, I feel like I'm pretty skilled at an on-the-spot drop. I feel like I can flip the switch and give you something really dope. If you give me 60 seconds, out myself excluded, Ron might be the dopest drop that I know. <laughs> like he when he when he's not on the clock, but still using his on the clock voice to, to do or say anything, it is money every time. I, I'm speechless, bro. <laughs> because like the the reaction that Ron gave on that last one was basically like, "There's nothing else I can say. There's nothing else that that can be done." <laughs> I'm to, done. It's it's a wrap. Hey, like, look, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, but the reason now now we gotta we gotta shift back and give the reason that that audio drop came. So there's there's Rikishi showing love to the music, which I was like, I was immensely humbled by considering the age group he's in. He is in that original hip hop list. He's he's old enough to know what it was oh, like he, when he, there was no hip hop. Oh, hold, hold on, let's 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 back up. Not only is he that old, he's Gen One B boy from the West Coast, and you a pop lock in a pop locker, which is huge on the West Coast. Yeah, he's 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 original graduating class of hip hop. So for someone and for someone like that. To, to recognize the the talent and the the work that went into creating that piece of art it's it's even better than like being accepted by new school bloggers and vloggers and all that because you got people who remember what it was like what the feeling was like yeah no doubt because it, it was and, and it's and it's super similar to like my uh my interaction with MVP once upon a time long time ago when he um it was in that that span where he had left WWE, but he was in Japan and back and forth. He heard, a, um, I did Rakim, one of Rakim's records, like a mixtape verse, and he shared it in, in say similar vein. He was he's showing me love and it was, it's a humbling experience because it, 
I know it's genuine considering what to and what they were exposed to and when they were exposed to it. It's not a fluff thing. Yeah, straight up. But what turns around happens after that? Um, me and me and me and Wood are shooting shooting the breeze about you know just what this means and what we try to do. And of course, I did reach out to Rikishi about potentially securing him for an interview. Uh, we'll see how that develops. We'd love to have him on. <clears throat> Go back and check. And now Rikishi's following me. As expected. <laughs> Look, no. You say as expected. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I, I, I didn't expect him to, to listen to any of the music or check any of the other posts on the profile. But especially for him to respond to it like, hey, you know, keep up the good work type thing. Then he's following me, which is like, oh, word. That's what's up. Mm. I'm then I'm sitting there watching Fast Lane, shooting the breeze with you. I go back and check again. Then he goes back and likes the original post that I tagged him in with the sneakers and the, the Yokozuna tee. <laughs> Trifecta. Oh, uh, when when you when you run it when you're running this hot, you better run to Vegas. Look. And look, speaking of which, there was a <laughs> a text sent back and forth between me and, and Wood, and it read a little bit like this. That feeling when you in Vegas breaking Caesars and can't even call the dice no more. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a gif of like a confused, I don't know. Like, bro, it's, it's literally like you on a hot streak where it don't matter how you hold the dice, how you throw them, what position, because people who shoot dice, you know, there's some stuff you can do to kind of guide the dice in the direction you want Trick them to dice. go. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, it's all stuff like that. You know how to clinch them between you. Load like, it. Second and third oh, finger. Man, and my allergies. Oh, man. <laughs> Shut it oh. oh, man. Palm on. Palm oil, <clears throat> palm trees. <clears throat> but um, yeah, it's like you on a hot streak. It don't matter how you handle the dice when you throw them. You either hitting your point or hitting a seven. And it's like, so I mock is going to be that type of month. So because I can't get out and, and do the stuff I would normally do during birthday month, the universe is just kind of reciprocating all my other cool stuff. It's like, okay, we see you've been you've been doing things the right way. So we're gonna we're gonna sprinkle this on your game. We're gonna bless your game like this here. <laughs> I can't do I really I cannot call it. I don't know. I don't think I'm special. Well, I, let me not lie. I do think I'm special. I just don't necessarily think I've done anything to that's called humility, Suave. That's all yeah. that's called <laughs> is, is straight humility. Take it in stride for what it is. It's a moment. Right. Yeah, moments pass, but it's we're a moment, in the, moment in the sun. Hopefully, not a raisin in the sun. But <laughs> moments pass, but we we will continue to have these moments because great individuals do great things and are and are knighted greatly. Facts, and it, it, it also is is cool because it's what we've been discussing, and it's also what we discussed in our our text conversation back and forth. All of this is happening organically, farm to table. It's more than just a way of speech. It's a yeah, lifestyle. we're not. We're not paying anybody a booking agent. We're not uh we're not going through anyone else's booking agent. 
um it's literal literal organic behavior and it's it's starting to come back in a way that's like oh here's the progress we've been working for so it's really cool to the hard work we've put in on all these different levels starts to manifest itself and will only get greater with time facts and if you want proof of that we bring you episode Uh-oh. 108 you feel me you be (laughs) now all all of those that that, that was a a long ass intro but a a fun story nonetheless it It was like you know (laughs) a fun story nonetheless um also coming this year now now that you mentioned it uh we're going to be dropping these little little gym episodes we like to refer to haphazardly as trap almanac we don't know if that's going to be the final but just know that we have something extra like like bonus bonus episodes in the works and once things open back up we'll be doing them out and about so that'll be that'll be our way to getting bpbc into these streets like we wanted to but the pandemic kind of uh kind of kind of foiled all that but we have a way to get back out there still so just be ready for when it happens Uh, and let us not forget the greatest that is bcbt huh because bitch. oh oh bcbtx <laughs> yes because bitch. oh yes you gotta put the you gotta put the x on there yeah, yeah because b texas texas <laughs> that's coming too uh Straight like that man speaking of i think next week we need to go ahead and get black sun on here they have a project dropping called crown and okay. i start this crown with a k i, I won't spoil ah. it but it's an acronym so i will we'll get at least one representative from Black Sun Media Group on next week, who they were our first guests on B, uh, BCBTX whenever we decided to drop that episode. It's a timeless episode. So even if it was done a year ago, you're not going to miss out on any new content because it will still be fully loaded. Joining us today, today is Wednesday, March 24th. Yeah, my Lord. Yeah, my Lord. I said, yeah, my Lord. Yeah, my Lord. 2021. Hey, man. And we have uh, DFW MC wrestling aficionado Ricky Blaine in this piece. Rick, what up? What up? Swing, what up? Swing, swing, swing. Don't forget, what it do? What it do? <laughs> don't forget, don't forget, event promoter and and uh, wrestling manager. Wait, there we go. There, you feel what I'm saying? What, what else we got? All it, man. All it. <laughs> Look, if you don't, if you don't dress up as slick for Halloween, I'm gonna be really offended. Say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good idea. I didn't think about that yet. That's a good idea. I'm gonna use that one. I'm gonna use, I'm gonna look, use that. Okay, I tell you what, I'll put I'll I'll go ahead and put this in the interview now. You dress up as slick for Halloween, I will perform at the Halloween party. Ooh. Bit. No bit. Bit. And uh, I got you. I'm gonna take you up on there for sure. Bit. Let's let's like I, I, like I gotta get the old danger one a gig here, huh? You know what yeah. I'm saying? You're going to pick out pick out whatever whatever wrestling inspired outfits you're gonna put on because like we doing the Halloween Havoc party. <laughs> we might be we might oh, be Harlem man, Heat, dope. man. Uh, Harlem Heat too, uh, too, uh, nah, I'm too I'm too light for Harlem Heat. I don't know if that's gonna <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna work. <laughs> but look, you can call you can call Stevie, he'll send you one of them singlets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. Stevie ain't been uh nah, I ain't gonna say all that. Stevie but Stevie's been very gracious to us, man. <laughs> Steve Stevie been chopping shit up, bro. He'll he'll send you a singlet. He'll at least tell you where to get one made. <laughs> I can dig that sucker. Ricky. What it do? You, you this is this is uh content season for wrestling heads all over the world. 
And I don't know why the hell this flew under the radar for, for us, but I'm glad we got it when we did. You got something uh, popping off this weekend. Man, I do, man. I do. Um, Blame Mania, man. It's the first annual Blame Mania here in Dallas, Fort Worth. The uh, first annual? First annual. Wow. First annual. I first annual, man. I'm looking to try to keep it going for the next few years and see how it turns out, man. And just try to try to expand it as much as I can during, and have it, have it every year around WrestleMania season as well, so. That's what's up. So what what was the what was the motivation behind creating this event? Um, it's something I've been wanting to do for a while, man. Being a big wrestling fan and being into wrestling for so long since a kid, I've always wanted to. Um, ever since I got into hip hop, I always wanted to do like a wrestling, uh, man, you know, wrestling and hip hop show together combined. I was like, man, how about I could do it? I don't know how I could do it. And I've been trying and trying, and the opportunity just kind of opened up for us, man, and um, opened up for me. The, the venue was open. They hit me up and told me they got a slot for me. I was like, man, you know what? It's time to do Blame Mania, man. It's the perfect time couple weeks before Black, uh, WrestleMania itself. So it's like, man, I might as well take this opportunity. And so I just kind of jumped on it. That's why I even kind of reached out to you guys kind of late. So, but I kind of jumped on the opportunity when I could, man. I just, it's just something I always want to do, man. The dream come true for me. That's, you, that's super dope. Let me tell you, man, if you picked a, uh, if you couldn't pick a better time, like for get your first one out the way while it, with WrestleMania is nowhere near the Metroplex because next year it's going to be a shit show. Man, yo, and that's what I was going for. I was definitely going for that. I was like, well, let me try to, Put my foot down, you know what I'm saying, and plan something now. So when it comes to town next year, I can be ready for you know whoever comes to town the tours. Hey, uh, Blame Mania be a place for them to come enjoy your uh, wrestling hip hop. And next year I plan on having a couple wrestling matches as well. So definitely, you know, definitely a couple wrestling matches next year at Blame Mania for sure. That's what's up. Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of uh, of local promotions here under the uh, Dallas Pro Wrestling banner, VIP Wrestling. Uh, are are you familiar with any of the local territories? Uh, yeah, I'm actually familiar with the VIP and some of the guys, uh, some of the promotions you guys talk about. I um, I kind of, I'm kind of, I deal with sore, sore wrestling a lot. I don't know if you guys heard of sore, yeah, yeah. Sore wrestling. Shouts out to uh, Donna, yeah. Yeah, prom, yeah prom time, King Mo, King Mo, those guys. Uh, prom time, these Smiley. I do his injuries music, so um, I, I kind of pay a lot of close attention to that promotion a lot. But right I definitely on. look at the other, uh, the other promotions as well. I got friends all over, so. Yeah, I, did, I, sure. I didn't realize. I didn't realize until the, the the VIP banner, the Dallas Dallas Pro Wrestling banner was was lifted. It was raised that there was so many like under this umbrella. Like there's a there's one I saw that was running out of Alvarado. Uh, shouts out to Lou Gotti up in this thing. The 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 the, the, the most the most pos promoter in the Metroplex <laughs> who he he has to get involved in everything that he does, but we love him still the same. That's that's our uh, that that's uh, definitely a pencil pusher across the way. Uh, I keep telling you, the man's name is Lou Gotti. You have to expect <laughs> him to go a certain way. This is a fact. Yeah, Lou, yeah. I've seen Lou in action a couple times. Lou's dope, man. He, he's dope, man. He's real dope. Facts. He puts on great shows, too, man. So, like, what... So, you and you also do music, too, right? So, like, how, how did you decide to, like, meld the two worlds between, you know, hip-hop and wrestling? Because we do it for a podcast, and Swaz's been doing it for as long as I've known him on, on the mic, but... It's only it takes a special a special breed of MC to be able to to meld the two together to a point to where no one really knows what you're talking about, but they respect what you're doing in the craft. Like how did how did that work out for you? Uh man, you know what? It, it, it kind of worked out how you said it, man. A lot of people did wasn't really sure. I mean, it was guys who know about wrestling, but they don't really you know just kind of know too too much about wrestling. They know about pure wrestlers here and there. Like, most of the time they say the Rock, Stone Cold, you know the mainstream guys from back in the day. That's kind of all they know, but. And my thing was, I was like, hey, man, I'm kind of involved in this wrestling world ever since I started doing the injuries music with uh, Primetime Smiley. And um, ever since then, I was like, man, I got to find a way that I can combine. And my friends have always been, you know, 
I always thought uh, my friends had always been knew I was a big wrestling fan, but they was like, man, how can you do that? They was always kind of supportive of whatever I did. So, like I said, with me doing this, it was the first time I just took a chance on doing it, and uh, I kind of presented the idea to everybody who I got on the show, and they was kind of with it. And like some of the guys still wrestling fans, like you could also see like guys or they're getting uh, you know getting big and getting invited and get involved in an event where pretty much you wearing a wrestling tee. That actually, I believe it's a uh, what fifteen to get in, ten with the rest pro wrestling tee. So a lot <laughs> of guys were down for that. Yeah, man. So a lot of guys, they just they just respected my mind pretty much what I did with it. I just kind of it was just timing pretty much with it when the right time to do the do the idea do the whole thing together. It was just timing pretty much with it. That's what's up. So what can for people that are gonna uh, end up attending this event? What all can they expect? Like what all events and everything? What what all comes with Blame Mania? Blame Mania. Um, this one, this Blame Mania comes with uh, there's vendors for sure. Uh, vintage vendors. Uh, they have to sell wrestling merch. And other hip hop merch, so they'll be there for sure. Um, we have a couple of alcoholic beverage vendors, uh, T2 Treats, they're dope. Um, uh, we got some fish and waffles. I don't know if y'all had fish and waffles before, but Say, it's man. pretty dope combo. <laughs> y'all gotta try that fish and waffles. Um, uh, also, pro wrestlers will be there. There'll be a few wrestlers there. I can't, I don't know which ones I'll be there, but it's gonna be a few of my friends there. Some of them got events uh, this weekend, so they don't want to come and take no chance of the COVID stuff like that. But there's a few of them, the ones that don't have events, they'll be there. So you'll be able to get merch from wrestlers as well. Um, I actually told Primetime D. Smiley, he's be there. And uh, Primetime Dante Sally, I'm sorry. He'll be there. And Nate, and Nate Concrete Collins, they'll be there for sure. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those two guys. But they'll be there in the house in attendance for sure. Um, and whoever else comes, man. So they just expect a good time. You'll expect, you'll, you'll know, you can, you can expect that. You can also expect like some good like performances, man. I think, uh, in my opinion, these are some of the best uh, artists in the DFW, from um, Arredondo to Aradon to Megazar to Jason Green to Curtis Mays to Laura Byron, Paris P. I mean, there's so many, uh, so many dope artists, and it seems like a lot, but it's not as a lot of artists as it is. It's only like seven performances, but it's gonna be a right. smooth transition, man. It, it'll be dope. So, that's, man, listen, that's let, let me tell you something. Paris P, I don't know if you know this, but he's from Memphis and he grew up watching uh, Memphis, uh, well, basically Memphis Championship Wrestling in, in all aspects of, uh, of Memphis Championship Wrestling. You talk to him about watching wrestling on Channel 5 and Channel 30 in Memphis, and I guarantee you, you're going to open up a whole new bridge of conversation with that man. Shouts out. I mean, you know what? I never asked him about that. Like he, he's one of my best friends. We like real, real good friends. I, I, I never, I never asked him about that. I know he from Memphis. What kind of a friend like, are I you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, bro, I, I did not know Paris. My guy, we we fellow sneakerheads. I did not know Paris was from Memphis until like two months ago. Yeah, I met yeah, Paris, I met Paris the same way I met you, Suave, on the stage in Deep Ellum uh, at the lounge. And uh, <laughs> we all met the same way. Exactly <laughs> yeah, that that was. So I probably, so I probably done brush shoulders with y'all a couple times. Then don't even know. Pro- probably. probably so. Yeah. <laughs> For like when, when I when I first got to Texas in 08, I, that's the only place you could find me working was going to be at the lounge on Elm Street, just getting it in with the uh with with the local yokels that, that are just doing just big. Big shows at that small ass venue. I mean, that's how I got got in contact with. Uh, actually, that's how I met JB. Uh, for the first time, was there. I, so many artists here I've, uh, that I are either already knew them or I met them on stage at the lounge on Elm Street, and uh, that's how I found out. Uh, Paris and it was for, was from well, Paris was from Memphis, and uh, and it was because actually I, now that I think about it. I was DJing for the zoo. I was DJing for Suave and Don Claude. Shouts out to Ogre, uh, Earl Ray. And uh, I, was DJ, I was DJing for them clowns, and it was a sample <laughs> that they used 
that made me think about Paris being from Memphis and I chopped it up with him. He was like, and as soon as I got to talk about that sample, he was like, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got that. He definitely got that. Yeah, you man. Yeah, so yeah, and, and then we both uh we both was riding uh we was riding Cadillac slabs for a minute, you know. So yeah, that's that's my that's my guy. I haven't seen him in a long time, but that's my guy right there, man. Tell him I said what up when you when you talk to him. I definitely will, man. He'll like he'll be performing too, so yeah, he'll be in the house, man, doing his thing. So yeah, yeah that's, sure. Yeah, I, so I, that's, I, like, that's like a trifecta of my infinity stones is rap, wrestling, and sneakers. So <laughs> are, are you are you part are you part of the, the sneakerhead? Group you know what's why like, I ain't, you know what's why I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I just started getting big into the sneakers because he be him and my other bro, uh, him and my other bro, Eric. They be kind of pushing me hard with these sneakers. They get some shoes and be like, man, I, I'm kind of a regular sneakerhead. Like, okay, whatever I get, just I get it. But now they kind of got me into it, and I kind of bought about seven pairs of shoes as of late. So yeah, they kind of got me into the game now. So Rick, let me tell I've been you, checking I, out everything now. I can it's never, never too late to get started, and it's just like getting tattoos. That's that shit and next thing I'm, you know, you got twenty of them. I'm calling bullshit. Man. It is too late to get started. I'm Suave is Suave is slowly trying to facilitate my fresh. I I have like my 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 formal game out of control. My my athletic game, like you know, I you know I, I'm trying I'm trying to coach him up. Like that, you you see you won't see me in nothing less than something fly. But I guarantee you, it ain't it ain't too many of those in the closet when you see me. <laughs> Hey, yo, I, I got to get my formal game up like the hurt business for sure. I got to do that too, man. I got to do something about that. Listen, that's a life goal. Everybody should get their formal game up like the hurt business. I was telling, uh, I was, t- I told Suave and Petty Messiah, I was like, if you, you can take any era of horsemen and it won't compare to the last week that you saw the hurt business together on TV. Yeah, I heard you say that on the last year, 107. Yeah, I heard you say that. Yeah, yeah like, I agree. I, I agree. Man, it, it's, it's not even close. Them boys, them them boys could do a GQ shoot for the entire year and be cool, one a, one a piece, and get the whole year yeah. under wraps. Yeah, I saw. I think what I heard South Bow trying to talk down on their suits, saying they got them from like uh, Macy's and some crazy place. Man, he, trying like, to talk he, down. He, he like, better stop. That's a Ross in the Steve Harvey collection and some old. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you, I saw that. You, you show you show me a celebrity talking down on a hurt business suit game, and I'm gonna show you a millionaire with no formal suit in their closet. <laughs> Not for real. Straight rented tugs game. Straight straight up. And he ain't even paying for it. (laughs) At all. Straight up, man. Yo, so Uh, Rick, uh, what so what what's your last the last product uh, project that you put out? What what was that and now and then what can we expect a new one? Um I released a 33 special. That was a first installment of my little uh, what I've been doing, a little project I've been doing with a guy named Chillin Davis. He's from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Um, I did 33 special. It was um, I released that in September 22nd on my birthday to be exact. It was a six song EP. I did that. And I'm just kind of following up with it. With the, uh, with this time, like I said, I kind of like uh, put the wrestling involved with this some more. I want to get more and more involved with wrestling, and it's just you know the name of the songs I like. On uh, the first one, I got a song called 30 uh, Undisputed Era. I'm sorry, 30 Undisputed Era. So the final song on uh, the first 33 special. So this one I kind of like picked up where I left off at. Got back into the wrestling world. I got a couple of tracks. British strong style, the Von Erics. And so I kind of just played it off that and uh, pretty much and I guess like I said, it's 33 special. Um the championship edition, it'll be out in June. Like end of June. I'll say end of June for sure. Okay, right. That's what's up. Right on. Yeah, you say he said undisputed error. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Right I'm up. hurt right now. I'm hurt by my guys right now. I'm hurt, man. Bro, I'm irritated by this. Like, why do we why are we doing this? Like right now, right now. Like <laughs> 
or I or, ev- or ever like <laughs> this is ever. how you this is how you retire one person. You don't you don't do this in the middle of their of their hottest moment, especially yeah, during man. a pandemic. Yeah, 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 yeah. This bad, yeah, man. <laughs> this is not it's compelling bad. TV for me. This is like it feels like you ran out of stuff to do and just this is like breaking case of fire. This this is how you can yeah, see man. this is how you can see the AEW on Wednesdays. <laughs> You know exactly, exactly, man, exactly. So I've I kind of been off the AEW bandwagon the last couple of weeks. I'm kind of like swab. I've just been catching it when I can. Like, man, you know what? Right now, there really, there's really no wrong answer. Uh, going yeah, date, like, dating back to yeah. last year, I mean, we're in, we're technically still in a snow globe. None of this stuff, none of this shit's real. Not to say that it's fake. Yeah. It's just none of this is real. We won't know how how we fare until we come out of this damn snow globe that we're in, which hopefully will be sometime this summer. I'm I'm hoping, yeah. but at the you same gotta time, be able to start getting people in buildings again. Yeah, I mean, at least Jacksonville so, is doing it right with open air. But man, like they don't, they're not everybody has that luxury. So mainly, is mainly going to be like uh, it's going to be like a, a, a few in attendance or what? How's it going to like? That's not going to be a full attendance, is it or what? So the original word was twenty five percent capacity, but um, they they the ticket they had the the for sale dates. And they pushed the for sale date back. So they announced last week on Monday Night Raw that there is not going to be a for sale until they re- announce the the for sale. So we, as of right now, we don't know what they're going to do. They may paper the crowd. They may put uh, cutouts on the crowd. I have no idea what it's going to be. We just- the Super Bowl is kind of the the litmus test. It'll be something like that. I just drove through Tampa. Mm-hmm. They are going to start selling tickets. I think it's may might be like this week okay so um they're still planning to have people in attendance how many i don't know how they're gonna arrange them don't know they're probably gonna put a bunch of nxt students in the crowd too on top of who <laughs> yeah. buys but it's, it's see that. wait and see i can see that they probably uh, probably a band a ticket or something like it's gonna be it's gonna be expensive i think i, I don't think so man you have to keep in mind they're they're making money without having the tour so they really yeah, don't true. need the money. Um, naturally, if you're going to run a venue and have a, and have a staff on deck, you want to make sure they're taken care of. Even if you operate at a loss, you want to make sure people are taken care of for that night. So I, don't, I can't foresee it being too high, especially when you don't get the full experience. Or you're going to get to see some right, matches. Right. And we're going to just don't. I don't know how that's going to work when you have you're basically filming two nights. So you're going to have a group come in there for night one. That same group is gonna go out, party, kick it, and then come back the next night and get tested before in between time. But are they? <laughs> that remains That's crazy. to be seen. And yeah, it, are they gonna get tested? Yeah, are they gonna get tested? Yeah, yeah, are they gonna get tested the first night? Let alone the second night. Are they getting tested the first night? And, and Rick, I don't know if you saw this uh, too or not, but uh, DFW, specifically DFW Pro, is going down there. It's DFW Pro versus the world. Yeah, I seen that, man. That's gonna be interesting, bro. It's gonna be pretty interesting, bro. Uh, what, are y'all, are y'all, are y'all not going to Tampa for that or what? Hell no. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I, I just, I just got shot one a day, so un- unfortunately, I won't even be there Friday because I'm, I'm be recovering from this damn shot. This is a bitch. Um, but man, uh, nah, I pass. Yeah, and and so like even if even if we were to come come through, um, it probably would have been like a, like a like a walk through, say hi, you know, kiss babies and and well, no, well. Blow kisses at babies and bounce <laughs> type situation, uh, but I can guarantee that uh, whatever the next event is that you, that you do, I would definitely be there and would be safe to be there. You see what I'm saying? So 
um, got a lot more to worry about than just myself. So I want to make sure that I'm doing my part socially because, like, even us, like, in the last year, we've only done maybe two shows side by side in the last year. You know, everything wow. everything for Broken Pencil has been done in the distance because we can't talk about this shit and not live it. You know what I'm saying? What, what kind of people right. would we be? Hey, shit, I, thought you about go- I thought you were talking about going to WrestleMania. Like, nah, I won't be in Oh, Tampa, no, no, no. No. When it comes to Dallas next year or Arlington next year, let's get it right for the people listening across the world that think that Dallas is that small. When it comes to Arlington next year, we want to make sure that we are ready. Like, you know, physically, yeah, financially, right. mentally, we want to make sure we're ready when we get up in that thing. Because I went to 32 and it's a whole, it's an experience just getting in and getting out. And like, I, mean, I, I never got to go. I mean, I never got, to, I've been to like Raw and SmackDown, so shit like this, but I never got to the pay-per-view. Man. Uh, 32 was a whole clusterfuck. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna hold you. Like it was, it was a lot. Like getting in was way more trouble than it should have been. And we were basically herded like cattle through tunnels trying to get down to wherever our seats was if you were on the lower level. And then trying to leave, traffic was so bad. People were in traffic like two, three hours. It it would take an Uber an hour or two to get there to pick you up. Just oh, crazy man. shit. I went down to yeah. I was there for 25 in Houston. And on the way, like we had to park at the back of the parking lot just to climb all the way up to the top of the Reliant Astrodome. And I was three rows from the roof. I was de- I was <laughs> I, I was directly behind the hard camera, dead center of the building, three rows from the roof. And uh when I left. Uh, we had to walk back across the parking lot to the back of the parking lot, which is about a, it's about a mile walk, and no exaggeration either. It's about a mile from from the from the car door to the seat. And on the way back, we got back out, and of course, you know, we're talking seventy six thousand people, which probably meant about thirty forty five thousand cars. And uh, at, we, somebody in my car had to jump out, stop traffic, and let me get on the service road. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's Damn. stupid, and this was before this is before Uber and Lyft. So, yeah, it's, right. So yeah, <laughs> put a, that was twenty five, right? Yeah. yeah, damn. Yeah, so put yeah. another thirty thirty plus thousand on top of that for thirty two. Yeah, man, that's nuts. Yeah, man, that's just nuts. But yeah, it looked man. like we it looked like we gonna put together uh try to put together like a ticket buying group for for thirty six. See if we, I'm well, 37. 37 no, 38. Oh, we 38? That Because this year is 37, ain't it? This year's 37. We got next year. So we 38. Yeah, 38. Yeah. Gotcha. Yo, I'm down for that. I'm down for that, bro. If y'all, hey, I'm down for that. Y'all down putting in on something. I'm de- totally down for that. Oh, we need a plug. So if anybody's listening to this right now and you have a plug that we can purchase, we're not wanting anything free. We just want to purchase a group of tickets. And I'm not prime even, seating. And I'm not even mad at. It, it can be on the floor. I'm not even mad at having sweet life. Just let us know what we need to what we need to drop, and we can make something happen. Just holler at your people. Show it. What is it? Show it. Broken. No. BrokenPistolBC <laughs> at gmail.com. Show BrokenPistolBC.com. Let us know, please. We we're interested. S- serious inquiries only. We're seriously inquiring. That's how that goes. That's my goal for the rest of the year. I'm gonna find a plug to get us either a suite <laughs> or or a ticket package. Hey, at the at the rate you're going, you'll probably be having some uh, be accompany somebody to the ring with a microphone. That's another conversation for the show, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> like I've been, yeah, on, hey, a be I've been on a hot street. Oh, oh, just just wait, wait till you hit the show, Ricky. We got we got some jewels for you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a good month and an even busier week. Oh wow! I can't wait to hear this shit, man. Yeah. Also, I want to add in also for the show for Blame Mania tomorrow for everybody who's listening who will be in attendance. 
hey, please bring your mask. We are go, you know, we are enforcing masks still, no matter what, in the safety of everything going on. So please bring your mask. You cannot get in without your mask. So please wear your mask. Hit the bell for that man and give him some applause right quick. Yeah, there it is. Right there. Straight like that. Hey, before we before we get out of here though, uh usually when we do these do interviews with uh with you know wrestling legends and all that, we ask a couple of questions just to kind of see where everybody's at. It's a little different since you are a wrestling, you know, you're a wrestling fanatic. Um all-time favorite wrestler, or give us a top five. Top five. Let me go. Ooh, I knew y'all was gonna do this. Okay, let me go. All time, I'm gonna go all time. I'm gonna go all time. Uh, Stone Cold, The Rock. Okay. Uh, them, them kind of generic ones. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna put Randy Orton. I'm a big Randy Orton fan. Okay. Uh, I'm a Ric Flair fan, and okay. man, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I gotta go Taker. I like it. That's a hell like of, a, that's a hell like of a five. <laughs> that's a hell of a five. Yeah, right, I, I got five, man. It's, and, and it changes sometimes. It changes, man. But that's definitely my five right now for sure. Who's your current top five? Current top five, I go with. It's not. This is. Uh, it's gonna all, all organizations. Well, um, I'm a big Roman guy. Um, okay. I'm a, I'm a I'm a Kenny Omega fan. Really? I'm a Kenny Omega. I like Omega. I like Omega. I like his wrestling anyway. I like his wrestling. I'm a Kenny Omega fan. Um, okay. Okay. Man. Uh, oh, this is tough. Five right now is tough. I like. Man, I like Shane Taylor a lot. I've seen him wrestle in person when he fought Prime yes, Time. Yes, sir. I, I like, I'm, I'm just. I'm just a fan of his work, man. I'm a fan of the guy. Uh, we saw Shane recently too. Very, very dope. Laying in some serious Shane. forearm shots. Man, oh yo, bro. Seriously, man. I thought he was gonna kill my homie. I ain't gonna lie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Um Shane, man, uh, man, it's tough. I guess I gotta I go I go Moxley, man. I go Moxley at four. Um right now, man. I, I kinda you know what? Give me give me John, I like Jonathan Grisham a lot as well. We saw him there live too. Saw him on that same show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like Grissom um, a lot as well. Last question. Um, favorite era of either favorite era of wrestling or favorite promotion? Favorite era, man. I, I gotta I gotta go with the attitude. I gotta go with the attitude area when uh, favorite era of wrestling. Or I gotta go with that. I mean, it, 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 you know, man, I was eight, you know, early, early nineties. I, I early nineties was cool for a minute until it got corny. But I guess I gotta go with attitude. Attitude give me give me attitude era. Um Favorite promotion. I mean, WWE. I, I love. I, I got a love. Got a certain love for ECW, man. I gotta say, ECW. Something about that man, independent, independent being inside the independent place and just the, how that the building is, man. Just that's something about ECW. I gotta go ECW. Yes, sir. I can. I can. Yeah, I can respect. I can respect that. I yeah, can dig it. definitely respectable choices there. These, these are these are choices that I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at going back and researching. Sure, man, for sure, man. Yeah, ECW, like WWE's always got hard. I think they ain't everybody's spot, but definitely an like, ECW favorite brand back then. Yeah, ECW, for sure. I can dig it. So, you making the jump to Peacock from the WWE Network, or how how you planning on? Man, you know what I did, did this week? I should have I should have listened to the show. I didn't listen to all the show that Thursday last Thursday, and I had a hard time with uh with the premium shit uh, the other night, bro. Fast lane. Ah. Yeah, I had a hard time. Well, it was just kind of giving me the options about the first one, the free option, the, the premium. And I, I didn't want to make sure I kept subscribing. I didn't know if I subscribed two times or not. I didn't know what I was doing. 
So I was like, man, you know what? Let me just get the highlights, man, when it comes on. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. I messed around and I signed up for uh, Peacock Premium just to get it out of the way and, and make sure I get, get my four for 10. But I ended up watching Fastlane on the WWE Network because they were still offering it there. So I still haven't watched anything on Peacock yet, even though I've downloaded and set everything up. The only thing I've downloaded, the only thing I've watched on Peacock has been Young Rock. And I, I did go back on Sunday. I did try to, uh, when I came in, the first thing I tried to do was log in to watch uh, Fastlane. But just just like you, Blaine, I, for, for whatever reason, I didn't have a I didn't have a, a good experience with trying to figure out that premium, and I'm yeah. not and, I, and I'm not about to burn my last pay per view with the WWE Network trying to figure out some new shit. So I just like you know what, let me just go ahead and ride out what's left of my subscription, enjoy it while I can, and then we'll just we'll figure this shit out for Mania. Yeah, man, I did the same thing, bro. The same thing. I was like, damn. When I did it, I was like, man, Bob said, go ahead and do it. I didn't do this shit. I said, damn. <laughs> I was just like, man, hey, I should have did it. Look, it's, it's the same philosophy you're using with Blaine Manny. You're setting up for the big event. You're doing it to get all the kinks out of the way. Because as we know, no matter what it is, it's electronics, it's promotions for, for show. Anything you're doing it for the first time, you're going to have some type of gremlins involved <laughs> that pop up. Yeah. That you got to shake loose from. Um, and then everything else rolls smooth. And it's like clockwork from then on. Yeah, but like you said, I'm glad it was a uh, fast lane instead of mania, and they got a little test run with fast lane. So hey, we'll be ready for I, mania. I still don't think they're ready for the traffic that comes with WrestleMania. I don't, I don't know if Are they've you? ever seen that. Yeah, they. I'm sure you they think it'd be a problem still. Man, listen, I think I think Peacock, Peacock probably has more downloads than the WWE Network in the United States, but I don't think that they have nearly as as many. <laughs> Uh, simultaneous users as the WWE yeah. Network does, it's going to be a yeah. problem and a half, in my opinion. Like that part, bandwidth. I don't think they've ever had that many people watch one event at one time. Now, the only because I mean, go ahead. Even when the WWE Network launched for WrestleMania 30, for some people they had issues watching it because it was just bandwidth overload. I didn't have that problem, but I heard it from a lot of people. So I kind of expect the same thing for Peacock. Here's the only down. Here's the only upside for uh, for this I see for them is the fact that um, Comcast is the parent company for NBC, and Xfinity is available in the Tampa area. So if they if there's any way to open up a bandwidth pipe, it's because they're literally stealing the uh, the, the house money. They're playing with house money all over this thing. So it's it's their it's their ball to drop at this point. There's no way I'm going to own an ISP or be an ISP and not have enough bandwidth to supply one of my companies. But we've seen stranger things happen. This is true. This is very true. Man, so Ricky, man, we appreciate you hopping on here, man. Before you get out of here, though, we plug everything. Everything. This is your time. Uh, uh, social you media, everything. Yo, follow me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. A lot of my Twitter here. You follow me on Twitter at X, Rick, Rick Blaine, X. Then you can follow me on Instagram at Rick Blaine's Way. And uh, yo, those are my only two social media handles I got right now. So <laughs> yeah, man. Um, 33 specials out right now on um, Rick Blaine Swang. 33 specials available on all music platforms. So y'all go get there where y'all can and catch up and get ready for the get familiar with you know the um, the show. Get, get familiar with the music before Blaine Mania, pretty much. There it is, man. Triple Digital's own Ricky Blaine. Yes, sir. Blaine Mania up in this B. Yes, sir. We look forward Pull to uh, have your mask on. Make sure you got your wrestling tee on so you can get in for $5. Yeah, take that $5 yeah. and put it towards a, a nice uh, adult beverage. 
we look get for- you some waffles and fish. I guess sound like something to pull up for. Man, I wouldn't mind doing a drive by. Be like, be like Rick. And shout out to my brothers, man. Shout out to my triple digit brothers, man, and my family. They love y'all guys, man. Sure. Yeah, man. Uh, well, I wouldn't mind you bringing me out a plate. If I go, hey, Rick, bring me out that plate and drop it off, and I'd be, I'd, I'd just peel on out. <laughs> hey, hey, I got you. I got you definitely. Just swing by. Let me know. I got you, bro. <laughs> don't play. Don't play with me, Rick. <laughs> I'm for real. Drop by. I'm gonna do a drop by. That's all you gotta do. I'm, you gonna pick it up. Yeah, straight up, man. We uh, we'll definitely be uh, we'll definitely be in in, in your face, pause. Uh, in the very near future. Uh, doing some business with you, man. In the meantime, man, hope this Blame Mania is a success because we definitely want to be a part of it in a major way next year. matter. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Let's let's talk business. <laughs> we will definitely for sure, for sure. Hey, for sure. We gonna this, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got we got big things. I got big things on the horizon for that one for sure. Outside of the the uh, the, the performance aspect, broken pistol on the road, big. <laughs> man, man. Hold up, hold up, man. All right, yo. So, Ricky, man, we appreciate you hopping on, man. And uh, and and again, just if you if you want to follow up with us next week, holler at, holler at me and Swab, man. We're we're open, so like we'll love to hear how, how it turns out. Any interviews that you got, you know, if you if you conduct any while you there, you know, by all means, they're, they're welcome here as well. If you want to send interviews our way, we'll we'll welcome that too. I mean, thank y'all so much, man. I definitely do that, man. Definitely, definitely open to tune in, in next week as well. We appreciate sure. you, man. You have a good one, me. Stay safe out there, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right, to y'all too, man. Be safe. All right, man. Ricky yes, Blaine, sir. everybody. Ricky Blaine. Wayne Swain. Trip. Where Where do we start? Because there's a lot of there's a lot. Like the story of the week to me is Andrade, but we also are coming. It, it, is it though? But but here's the deal. We're coming out of fast lane, slow lane. Um, slow lane. <laughs> we're coming out of slow lane um, with a. Uh, I'm, we just let's, let's just go all over the place. So, Sam, you can just you can hit randomize, and we're going we're going to talk about all of these because it's a lot. It's so, a lot going on in the world. Last Monday on Monday Night Raw, we went to typical Charlotte Flair. Slaw. Slaw. I'm sorry, Monday Night Slaw. <laughs> let me get Thank my, you. Let me get my Thank buzzer you. right. Uh, we got typical uh, mania, mania version of Charlotte Flair talking about why she's not in the match or why she hasn't been booked for a match, um, and rightfully so. You know, she she deserves to be in something better than what she was lining up for with uh, Lacey Evans and Ric Flair. I ain't gonna lie. I thought the story would have been kind of cool if they had a chance to flesh it out, but. It, it, Lacey's, it, it, with, Lacey's with child. It could have so, been. I mean, it could. What it, are you gonna do? It could have been something special, but we'll never know what it could have been because nah. a year and a ch- and change from now, so many things can happen in one's life that that would dictate you know a a stronger career path or a lack of career path as it relates to professional wrestling. You don't even know if Lacey's gonna want to come back after exactly what I'm after speaking. Having a child. Yeah, exactly what I'm speaking. So, um, that said, uh, Andrade asked for his release, said, gets denied, Fastlane happens, we find out before Fastlane that it was that it was confirmed that he was released in full, and then the next day, we find out Charlotte Flair has tested positive for COVID-19. So apparently, her testing positive for COVID 
actually that story broke before we found out Andrani got released. So there's a tweet that apparently Charlotte tweeted out herself prior to a slow lane that she said she had COVID. We found out Andrade was released after slow lane ended. And so what was even crazier. So a lot of people are asking, why are we bringing up these two? If you have been under a rock for the last year, let's inform their you. Fiancés, they're engaged, they're engaged to, be married. to be married. They are an item. If there ever was an item. <laughs> which, which and and Ric Flair has co-signed. They have you know what the what they refer to as a, a wonderful relationship. Charlotte has mentioned him recently on Raw Talk about her comeback and basically Andrade helping her with certain things in the ring and pacing and stamina and all these different things. Because <clears throat> let's, let's face Last it, before week, before say, the E, he's a legend. He's a Mexican right. legend, which is what's got him signed to NAC to begin with. Mexi legend. <laughs> legend Libre. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, boy. Yeah, put a pen in that one. Hey, we need some money for that one. <laughs> hey, you heard it here first, bitch. You heard it here first. Yeah, we, I need some bread for that one. But we were hearing stories last week that he asked for his release, but was denied. And that's contrary to when he went off television. Um, kind of in that same time where, where Charlotte went off television. We thought... It was right before SummerSlam, um, he got off television for a minor procedure. Same as Charlotte, and we thought Charlotte would be back to have a match with Nia Jax at SummerSlam. He ended up waiting longer. We hadn't seen Andrade since, but the last thing we had read right before this minor procedure was that they had uh, pretty decent plans for him. They were just waiting, you know, when to re-debut him, but they were high on him. The same, and then the, I don't the know same, what the happened. Same plans that they had for Aleister Black. Right, like <laughs> Alistair Black's been ready to re-debut for forever, but they were waiting on the right spot or some type of big reintroduction. Not my dog spot, like, not a liver spot, but the right spot. <laughs> yeah, the right spot, not a dog spot, not a liver spot, not Arn Anderson spot, the, the right, right spot. spot. Which, you know, bull has come and gone. Um, have there been any tournaments? Uh, not any of uh. Actually, I'll say no. I, I will say no that there haven't been any tournaments. Yeah, so no tournaments, no um, no mystery partner situations, no no mystery challengers. So In there's fact, there's been nothing developed. We, we haven't seen Andrade since the untimely departure of one Zelina Vega, aka Thea Trinidad, who is now right. free and, and clear. Andrade had actually been off TV. Like maybe before that, also they, they split up. They split up Andrade and Angel Garza. Garza. Yeah, and Garza. Who's also missing. So all th- right, all of them are going to separate ways. Garza had come back to TV and appeared on a couple of Raws, but now I think he's in catering, waiting waiting for that next person to give a flower to. Right, he's in there scoping out the talent, but um, he's been away. Andrade's been gone, and and something between then and now has drastically changed what we saw another report that was like the bloom is off the rose basically for Andrade. we don't really see anything in him we don't have anything for him almost like you know he just that i don't know they just soured on him for whatever reason and he asked for his release apparently was denied a, less than a week later granted so first thing we say 
90 day countdown. Immediately, it's like, okay, 90 days from now is June something. We'll, we'll say so we'll, like, we'll, we'll, we'll say from Sunday will be June 21st. However, come to find out, Andrade is released free and clear. He could he could have showed up on Impact on Tuesday if he wanted to. I don't think so. I think it would be in his best interest for all things considered to uh, to maintain social distancing and do at least a seventy two hour quarantine. Well, right. With the whole situation, his fiance has COVID. Then yeah, ninety days. He won't pop up anywhere this week. No, not not no chance in no chance in hell. <laughs> he's not he's he's not popping up anywhere but social media this week and probably next week. But the week after, we can start taking bookings. So where this gets crazy and dicey, Andrani sends a tweet out as he leaves. <laughs> thanks, thanks some very specific people. Do you want me to paraphrase the tweet, or you want me? Or you want to go ahead and read it? I want it verbatim, just so we can we can dive in. Damn it! <laughs> All right, let me. Oh man, taking the fun out this game. All right, let's nah, see it, here. It's not just fun; it's accuracy, and accuracy is fun. Those of you who are married absolutely know that this is true. <laughs> All right, so as of now, on Twitter, he's still at Andrade CNWWE. And uh, that, this, that, won't, that won't last very long. Uh, no, it won't last much longer, should we say that. As uh, soon as somebody reminds him about it or he hears this show, it's gone. <laughs> and it still says El Idolo Andrade. Now, the first post, the first post was uh, what started this. The rumors are true, and I don't know what the future holds, but I want to make my dreams come true. Thank you for giving me so much support these days. Los Numeros, uh, everything else, basically the same thing in Spanish. That's not the one I'm talking about. No, no, no. I know which one you're talking about. I'm getting there. The next one, which is on the 21st, was good news, buenas noticias, tranquilo, (laughs) tranquilo, happy, which means cool. Uh, The next one, which was on Monday, was this one. I want to thank Triple H. Paul Heyman, uh-huh. William Regal, for all these years and great support and the great support they have uh, they gave me all these years. Also to the fans who were support always supportive, uh, who always always supporting me. A big hug to all the talent and workers who always br- uh, behaved kindly to me. Fist bump prayers. So check this out. Let me translate that. <laughs> for those of you who are sports fanatics and you watch football, you've ever seen the show Hard Knocks? Yeah, no doubt. That what <laughs> that last tweet is the equivalent of being cut and thanking the coaching staff and your teammates, but not the owner. Probably or vice versa. Probably translated. You thank the, you thank the owner and the GM and thank your teammates, but don't thank the head coach. Triple H, you're cool. Paul Heyman, you're cool. <laughs> you're cool. Vince McMahon, fuck you. <laughs> Bruce Pritchard, fuck you. William Regal, you're cool. And I love you. I love you, Charlotte. (laughs) I'm out. I'm out. That's it. (laughs) Essentially what just happened. Now, for those of you who are still in disbelief, William Regal, exclusively NXT. Triple H, the godfather exclusively of NXT. 
Paul Heyman comes in because he does creative all over the place. But when Paul Heyman was in the head writer and in charge of Raw up until what, right after WrestleMania 36? It was it was probably from like October. I want to say October, like like the uh the Fox era when uh when Brock took the belt and moved to Raw with it. Right. Up to right after WrestleMania of last year. Right. Right when as the um right after the pandemic started, um Heyman was still in charge of Raw and so forth and whatnot until go in favor of Bruce Pritchard. During that time where Paul Heyman was in charge of Raw, one of the featured new talents, because that was a big deal about developing new stars, uh, Heyman reportedly said he needed 18 months to build new stars. Garza and Andrade were major, major parts of Monday Night Raw. Huge. Let's let's be clear. This is the same person who made it possible for us to see people like Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio, Dean Malenko versus Chris Jericho on a weekly basis in a company that wasn't his. If it wasn't first for Paul saw, Heyman, first time you saw psychosis. And <laughs> speak, speaking of psychosis, little known fact, courtesy of the wrestling uh, internet, uh, internet wrestling community. Psychosis is the only person to appear on every major uh, wrestling organization over the last 25 years, including those in Mexico, America, and Japan. That's that's phenomenal. Um, I'm going to look up Mexican Heritage Month and figure out when we can post that fun fact. <laughs> nice. Well played. Uh, but yeah, that's that. This is these, these are things that you get because of Paul Heyman's brain. Right. Absolutely. So. He was making a, a vested effort to develop new talent. This is part of. This is also part of the Street Profits push, where uh, they were doing the Saturday Night Live uh, parodies. Like they were doing a lot more backstage stuff, which has quelled since his departure. Um, it was an infusion of of pop culture that was sorely lacking. Um, yeah, like. <laughs> You you think you think there's a, a a huge infusion of pop culture that's lacking? Wait till later on the show. I got some news for you that you don't even realize. Uh oh. But <laughs> basically, Heyman was one of his bigger supporters. Now he had a run as United States Champion. Uh, did really well in that spot. Wrestled Rey Mysterio a few times. I wish they had given more attention to a feud so that you know you could really capitalize on it and make him a bigger star. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um, his his matches with Humberto Carrillo, who was also uh, security guarding cater, catering, uh, you know, some of those were were de- were good to decent to even better than. But it just there was not a lot of concentration around him. Didn't seem like they had anything for him creatively. When you know he has the talent to be very good, has the ability. He just does. He doesn't speak fluid English on his own. But mm-hmm. that's what. You know, now the Trinidad, uh, formerly known as Zelina Vega, that's what she was there for. So you didn't really have an excuse. But Heyman was his biggest supporter. And then it seemed like as soon as Heyman was relieved of his head writer duties and Bruce Pritchard took over for Raw, Andrade saw a decline in his usage. So use that for what you will. And, and then my analogy about hard knocks. Man, (laughs) 
Oh, man. I just, I don't know. Um, I, so, I, I guess I guess the next conversation is, because everything we do from here at this point with, with Andrade is speculation, where does he end up? Um, I mean... There, he can write his own ticket anywhere, so it's it's not it's it's more about who gives him the best pitch and who can write the better check. There's a like New ahead. Japan has the best creative in wrestling. I was going to say there's a couple of factions in New Japan that could that could stand to use his talents right now, and I don't Los Ingobernables, man. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> don't don't get me started, bro. Uh, New New, J- New Japan currently has the best creative in wrestling right now. They have the best the book. Gato is out here doing his thing. Um, the most high profile place he can go, other than back to WWE, which obviously at this point will not happen, would be AEW. They can probably also write him the biggest check in America. <laughs> Man. The best opportunity to, if he just wants to wrestle and not talk, Ring of Honor, Impact. Here's I think Impact, Impact, I think, has their, their checkbook open right now. Here, they signed some people I didn't think they could reach. Here, here's I the just deal. Don't, so, Impact has the same situation that ROH has where they're owned by a media conglomerate. So, right? so the bag that you have to secure talent is, is, is a little bit more open than it would be with someone who just owns themselves or is managed by themselves, right? Right. The the issue here with Andrade is you have liquid gold on your hands with uh Thea Trinidad being free. And that's that's the other missing part. Are you gonna do a two for one? Like they have become synonymous. Like when when they when they teased the pairing in NXT, you wonder what would happen. You thought it was going to be more of a on-screen love angle, but it turned out to be more that of Scriggly business. Alexandra York and the York Foundation, but she yes. only had Andrade until she got Angel Garza. But she was actually effective in the role. Not not just effective, she's a talent. Well, she's not, a performer. Okay, I'll go one step further than Alexandra York, Medusa with the Dangerous Alliance. Listen. Listen, get in, get in your bag, Swaff. <laughs> hey, you know, you know that you know that's my wheelhouse. You know what I'm saying? Uh, someone who is as equipped on the mic as she is in the ring, and it's very right. rare that you find a woman today who is as equipped on the mic as she is in the ring. I don't think yeah. that they gave her scripts. I think they gave her talking points. She was one I step. Hope away. So she was one step away. From having full reign on the mic, in my opinion, I, I can I can see where that might have happened. Um, so, here, here's the crazy part. So for that reason, if you're gonna do a two for one, and you're AEW, you you sorely need more women's talent. That goes without saying. You need more women that can wrestle. You also need representation of a certain demographic that doesn't. You have competitors of that nature, but you don't really do much with them other than let them wrestle. They don't talk much. Like Penta just started talking. I just heard him speak for the first time on AEW television like two weeks ago. He spoke far more in impact than he did than he has on AEW. He, they've been to AEW since the beginning. And as we spoke about in the past, wasn't watching Impact. Didn't even know about it. Man. <clears throat> so 
Kano, I feel like Kano has the play here. That, that's Tony like, Khan for the, those of you playing at home. <laughs> Tony Khan, aka we refer to him here as Kanos, uh, <laughs> acquiring the Infinity Stones of independent wrestling. So I feel like Kanos has the play here because he can write the biggest check. He has television. It would be a splash play, especially to reunite them and basically let them pick up from where they left off. If Andrade just wants to wrestle and stay stateside, I think Ring of Honor is probably the better play. If he just wants to wrestle high-level matches, not really have to worry about talking a whole lot, but if he does, he'll speak Spanish and have really quality matches in sort of a, a sports simulated type wrestling promotion, it's Ring of Honor. If he wants the bag, the creative, and doesn't mind leaving the States, it's New Japan. So, However... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> no. You know what? You go first, and then, yeah, we'll go off the glass. <laughs> all right. No, because, I mean, it gets worse. So, there's all... We, we keep we keep shunning this one, but we, we have major names landing here. And I think it's only a matter of time before we see some type of on-screen, well, major screen marriage with MLW. Do we right. count MLW? I didn't even out? think about MLW, but yes, like like what we discussed. If MLW ends up landing somewhere like ESPN Plus, like we kind of fantasy booked, bruh. They the only thing they have to do is get better with their crowd presentation because we went to an MLW show that was packed, but the venue was not desirable at all. Great. They've gotten better since then because I've seen some of their stuff, uh, you know, recently on YouTube. They've they've improved greatly from when we actually went to a live show. I mean, they've 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 always had that. It's just they. It's just the thing is, like when you run certain venues, you think about the venue, but don't think about how it's going to come out on turn out on TV. Because I'm sure Court Bauer has his hands in a lot more pots than he would if he were like an executive in another organization besides running his right. own. Um, it just will be interesting to see. For instance, like the venue that we went to in Euless, it was a uh, it was a multiplex. They had a hockey training facility, a uh, a volleyball in, indoor, training facility, indoor football field, indoor football field, and we I don't I don't know what part we were on, maybe a volleyball, a basketball court or something, but it was there were it was a bleacher set up with chairs, which is a traditional territory style wrestling venue, but one side was completely open, and it was right. 128 degrees in that bitch, no exaggeration. It was like watching wrestling in a barn. And, and, the, and the wrestling action was phenomenal. It made you forget that you were in a 128 degree barn. Because but, the conditions under which that great wrestling was watched was strenuous to say the least. And we stood up to make sure that we didn't fall victim to heat stroke. Bruh. And I and keep, I, and your, I, keep I, your arms and legs and all your limbs moving and hydrate. And this is pre pre pandemic. So again, like you, so I, that would be my only concern with MLW. But my thing is also this: who it makes sense because we started seeing MLW competitors on AEW television. I would love to see a marriage with AEW because AEW is doing what Global Force wanted to do. They're picking all up right. uh, partnerships with other organizations using their talent on their major programs, using their talent on their minor programs, um, and creating new rivalries cross-promotion. 
Facts. But here's one thing I've noticed about these marriages, especially the marriage of AEW and Impact. You don't see quite as many Impact stars going over as you do AEW stars. Like the only stars from Impact that are air quotes going over on a regular basis are the Good Brothers. And that is mainly because before the Good Brothers signed their last contract with WWE, an offer was on the table for AEW for them to debut on the first episode of Dynamite. Which even still, they just lost on TV last mm-hmm. week on AEW TV. That is, and they're the they're the Impact World Tag Team Champions, right? So I'm like, are you gonna start that marriage with MLW, knowing you can't just job their roster out? Like everybody, everybody wants one guy. They want Jacob Fatu. They want the Samoan Werewolf. Here's the thing, though, you can't have him show up and do something stupid with him. He gonna show up, wreck somebody, and leave. Like his cousin. Like his cousin. <laughs> That's it. It's it's and look, because I've been called Oos, I am I am I've been, you know You are an honorary Oos, so I've been baptized. <laughs> I've been baptized in Oosism. So I can I can you know I can say, look, Oos gonna show up, but Oos ain't showing up the job. Oos ain't finna show up and let Kenny get his get his spots in. No pun intended, Oos showing up the bang. Man, it's like, who's going to halfway murder Omega if you put him in the ring and you start doing that cute shit? This is going to be this fun. This is going to be a very... <laughs> Batman team! Book, book, book! This is, this is going to be a conversation, we, we, not, not just for uh, Andrade, but Andrade, um, Thea Trinidad, and the marriages of these other companies. These will be great topics going forward in the coming weeks as we are still hot like we're this is the equivalent right now of thanksgiving uh for 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 wrestling fans as christmas slash new year's day is wrestlemania and the day after uh the day after mania uh so check this check this out but 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 wait it gets worse Uh oh so (laughs) coming off the heels of all the andrani news and you know we'll wait to see where he ends up before i do this your pick on where he ends up. Oh. My default picks AEW because I feel like they have they have the bigger checkbook and it allows Andrade to stay where he is right now. I say AEW only if Thea goes too. If oh if if it's AEW, they have to get them both. They have to. It, it doesn't make any sense to do anything but get them both and secure them, not put them on deals. Like we need to get graphics that say that they are elite. All the elite. Right. And they need to be on the same graphic together. If if we don't get them as a package, then you failed. Not I wouldn't say we failed. I think, no, I, I, I'm gonna say it. I don't care who signs them. If you don't get them both, you failed. I, I think Andrade goes if, if we don't get them both at the same time, I think Andrade goes to triple A, which leaves the door open for impact and for AEW. Yeah, him going home is like that's too easy. I almost was like, hey, he can because it'll always be there. He can always go CMLL, Triple uh, A. He can always go there. Where can you go now and get another bag that sets you up for almost generational wealth? That the only the only bag for generational wealth right now is AEW. Uh, ROH will probably be a close second. Uh, Impact will be M- Impact. I don't think would do him any justice. Although you're talking about hey, missing- don't sleep. You're talking don't about missing sleep on New Japan's. Uh, I'm gonna say don't sleep on New Japan's checkbook because oh know, uh, no 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 no. We've already said right now. First, 
We already said first they've got a couple, they have at least two factions that can benefit from Andrade. At least two. So um and Rocky Romero is not shy about offering. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say Solo, I'm gonna say New Japan. I bet. So with that knocked out, here's where the story gets deeper. Andrade, he's out. He's done with WWE for the time being. No 90-day clause, so he can pop up as soon as the the self-quarantining goes. Charlotte announces on the same day, just earlier in the day, or er, let me say earlier than we found out about Andrade, because all of this could have happened at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and we just decided to announce it later, or we just heard about it later. Charlotte announces she has COVID. How many weeks are we away from WrestleMania? Uh, three. Three. Typical quarantine, two weeks, right? 14, 14 days. days. The WWE champion earlier this year, right before the Royal Rumble, Drew McIntyre had COVID. Missed two weeks, came back for the go-home episode of the Royal Rumble, still performed. Right or wrong, true or false? Yeah, that's true. Facts. So we got three weeks. She Charlotte has enough time to quarantine, come back for the go home episode of Raw before WrestleMania, and perform at the show. Factual, seem like seem good. Seems that you're right on the money so far. I'll tell you when you're lying. As of right now, Charlotte has is not in, in a match. Was taken out of the slot where uh, she was supposedly going to char- challenge Oscar. She has been replaced by Rhea Ripley. She has now also been removed from the poster. She's been removed from WrestleMania poster? Out of there. Bruh. Google it right now and tell me who's on it. Bruh, hold, hold on. Oh, and speaking, but while I do that, let me also add this about Andrade. He did post a picture in his old uh, wrestling garb, a, a new picture in his old wrestling garb. Before he came to WWE, he was under a mask by the name of La Sombra, which translates to shade, the shade. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so th- there's another option there is that we get La Sombra back versus him going by any version of Andrade or CN or what have you. Um, WrestleMania 37. Let's take a look at this poster. So look, I have the old poster pulled up. So I'm going to read you the people that I see on this old poster. You tell me who's missing and who's different. So from left to right, the original poster is as follows. Bianca Belair, Edge, Charlotte, Dead Center Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Sasha Banks, Bobby Lashley, and Disobedient Hair. (laughs) Bad Bunny. <laughs> Bonito, Benito. <laughs> so uh, that's the original poster. I can't find the new one. I just see the old one. Let me go to WWE.com. They showed, like during during Rhea Ripley's segment, they showed the new poster. I'm I'm curious. I wonder if there's like two, but I'm curious to know uh who's actually on this one. Why is there so much traffic on the WWE website right now? Because people been out here tripping, fam. Uh, wow, wow, wow. 
Bianca Belair, Edge, Roman Reigns, uh, Drew McIntyre, Sasha Banks, Bobby Lashley, Bad Bunny. Wait, what? Read, read that one more. <laughs> From left to right, Bianca <laughs> Belair, Edge, Roman mm-hmm. Reigns, dead center, Drew McIntyre, uh, center behind, um, bro, Bianca Belair, Bobby Lashley, disobedient hair. No Charlotte Flair, correct? Removed. So look, I have another version that I just saw because apparently Seth Rock reacted to his absence from the WrestleMania 37 poster, which I'll we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> oh, the this segues, boy. From your side of that, having to take you here today, we're on another road hell? to WrestleMania. How much is this? Re- <laughs> this side, this <laughs> we're on another road to WrestleMania, buddy. Yeah. This so look, this one is a this is a slightly larger poster. It's like um. I don't know if you want to say four by seven or whatever. Whatever. It's a, it's a long yeah, form yeah. poster. But from left to right, here's the lineup. Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan, Bianca Belair, Edge, Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Sasha Banks, Bobby Lashley, Damian Priest, and Bad Disobedient Hair. <sighs> All right, so let me pull up the card that we have so far confirmed for WrestleMania 37. This is per Wikipedia because, like, typically around this time, they have only only confirmed matches, no speculatory matches, only confirmed matches. Oh, I take that back. They do have some unconfirmed. Oh, they have some matches. They don't have to confirm dates of these matches. So far, we have eight matches confirmed. Um... Six matches have been confirmed per night. Two matches have not been confirmed by, by their night. Okay. We have Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the WWE Women's SmackDown Championship, which we knew that because of what happened with the uh, the Royal Rumble. Right. Bobby Lashley uh, versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Right. Um, Disobedient Hair versus The Miz in a singles which- match. I, let's tackle that right while we're here. So now Bad Bunny's getting a singles match at WrestleMania. So now Damian Priest doesn't even get the rub that we thought all this was for in the first place. I have a feeling this is going to turn into a tag match before uh, April 10th. I certainly hope so. But at this point, like, unless, what are we doing? Unless there's an injury. Uh, maybe maybe Damian Priest has COVID. Hopefully not. Nah, hell it seems no. Like, it seems like... Seems like that's taking a lot of people off the WrestleMania card, even though they'll have time to quarantine. Oh, just you wait, because this this conversation is about to take a hard left turn. All right. Uh, that's night one confirmed. Night two confirmed. We have Roman Reigns versus Paul uh, versus Paul Heyman versus Edge <laughs> <laughs> in a singles match for the WWE Championship, uh, a Universal Championship rather. Oscar versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship, which right. which which. I love Rhea Ripley to death. She just debuted on Monday Night Slaw this past Monday, and she's already in the title match against Asuka, who Charlotte Flair was bitching about. You're doing the exact same thing with Rhea Ripley that you were doing with Charlotte. You didn't even have her win a match to be able to make that conversation. Just say, okay, Charlotte's out, so we're going to take the next two uh, top contenders and have them wrestle. It'd be like, Basically, you could have said, okay, we're going to have, say it's Peyton Royce 
and and Peyton Royce is going to wrestle a mystery opponent, and the winner will challenge Oscar at WrestleMania. I'll do because they they brought they brought up Peyton Royce's promo from Raw Talk a few weeks ago about her. You know, let me go. I'll do you one better than that. How about the person who lost? The women's main event at WrestleMania last year gets rewarded by another WrestleMania main event this year. She shouldn't have lost last year, but that's neither here nor there. Number one, she shouldn't have lost last year. Number two, how do you get the moonwalk your way into a spot because your number one gets hurt? Or, I'm sorry, gets ill. I digress. And I get it. It's it's next talent up. But, like, that plug-and-play stuff, it, it doesn't... It feel, it's, it doesn't feel organic. In the whole episode, we've been talking about organic and how good organic feels when it pays off. Okay. That is not organic. Okay. How about this one? This one, if this, we knew this was coming and it felt organic until we saw what happened on Sunday. The Fiend versus Randy Orton. That Don't say a thing about that one yet. Mm, okay. Yeah, stick with, stick with Charlotte. Stick with Charlotte. Yeah, <laughs> send me in a different direction. No. No, uh, no, yeah. actually, because, no, because we're about to, we're about to go to a different direction here shortly. So just 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 right. table just table that one because that goes into this other pocket we about to go into. Oh, what you got? The New Day versus uh, AJ Styles and, and Omos uh, or Omos. Uh, Omos, Omos for the type for the for the Raw Tag Team Titles and Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in the singles match. Back to Charlotte. Number one, there's only two women's matches on this card. I know NXT just got women's tag team titles, but WWE also has women's tag team titles. Mm-hmm. We don't have a match on here yet. Now, I get it. We're three weeks away, but you've already booked eight matches, one, two, three, four, five championship matches, and you can't get that one on there. Is that, is that headed for the pre-show? Number one. It's absolutely going to end up on the pre. Well, okay. I take that back. It might not because... You don't have a lot of tag teams, female tag teams. Problem. Um, Problem if you're going to have belts, continue. Right. I also said we haven't seen Bailey. I feel like what? You so have where, where the hell is she at? I don't know. And I haven't read anything. I don't, I don't know. We had to do our Googles. However, I feel like unless there's some sort of an injury, you're not leaving Bailey off a WrestleMania card that has two nights to it. I'll do you one better. So, I'll do you one better. As, I, oppo- as opposed to Charlotte bitching at Asuka, who was hurt and couldn't even defend herself and was hurt legitimately. Like, this ain't the injury you can plan. This is some shit that just happened where even though you you feel a, a, you're able bodied to wrestle, you wanna keep you wanna you wanna hold you wanna keep caution uh nearby because you don't know if you're going to actually over hurt yourself or over injure yourself because of how silly this injury at uh, the mouth injury was when she lost that tooth. Right. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to bitching about Oscar or letting her get away with bitching about Oscar prime time to bring up Bailey to bitch about Charlotte bitching. There's your WrestleMania match. You don't Facts. need, you don't need a belt. I'll, I'd be here for one on one Bailey and Charlotte. Cause you haven't seen it. They have history. I also, as an alternate suggestion, I would have said, um, have Charlotte essentially avenge what supposedly put her on the shelf, which was Nia Jax slamming her shoulder in some sort of crate or whatever, and just say, I challenge you two to a um, 
you know, women's tag title match at WrestleMania, and and they and they accept. Who do you don't even have a partner? No one likes you. You let me figure that out, and then have the mystery partner slot literally until WrestleMania. Bailey's been off TV anyway. There's your partner. How about this one? The women's tag team titles are held by uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax right now again, right? Thanks. How about you finally have them face off against each other with the belt so they can shut up once and for all because they're bitching too. They've been bitching at each other for over a year. But they they pretty much buried that that aspect of their team. Not, now they're just a pair of bullies. No, they're they, they are they the bonded same, over their ability to bully people. They're the same team as Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. They're the exact. Nah. They're nah. just. They're just. Nah. So I, I, I still say that, even though they they've been successful as a tag team, and yes, they're bullying the shit out of people. That they, if they were to create a new story about them not liking each other, that they would go over and they can finally bury that that part of their of their storyline at WrestleMania while still maintaining the tag team belts, and you have a more entertaining match than whatever tag team match you can put together. Okay, I can I can live with that. So there's two additional women's singles matches that can qualify as main events where no titles are even needed. Right. And you got a better match than you have with Oscar and Rhea Ripley. Not to say that that's going to be a bad match because I think it's going to be a great match. I, I just, just don't really I, care for the way they got there. There's I, no. I think the championship. It was literally like let's let's sl- swap one tall blonde for another. I think like there's. <laughs> I think that I think having the championship on the line cheapens this match. Like you could have even brought it up in the way like, like when when Rhea cut her promo and she basically just told the world Charlotte had COVID and made it about I'm replacing Charlotte. Why not just say, when you were in NXT, you were the most dominant women's champion ever, but I wasn't there. <laughs> it, it writes itself. You know what I'm saying? When I was in NXT. I was the most dominant woman there. You weren't there. Seems like we're both here at the same time. Why don't we figure something yeah, out? Let go. <laughs> straight hey, up. Let go. It. <laughs> That's it. Straight up. Run the team, boy. I don't understand why this is so difficult. Like, if someone would return an email, I will take your money in order to, to give you what you need. For a nominal fee, soon to be a phenomenal fee, I will take some of this broken pencil knowledge, slice it off, and put it on your plate. I'm going to send you some lunch money because I moved these buttons around, (laughs) but it's right here. (laughs) So I'm going to send you some lunch money for that one. (laughs) Lunch money. I might just rolling, but hey, we need to go to Vegas or something. Get on a sports book or something. You you just trying to rob your boy. It's cool, though. So while we... Fair exchange ain't no robbery. I ain't got no pistol on me right now. (laughs) So while we're talking about matches that that ain't going to happen, you know who ain't going to (laughs) watch? You know who ain't going to watch? Uh, but on the on the cool though, like, what does this mean for Charlotte? Like, you wouldn't willingly take her out of a WrestleMania, and you have enough time for her to get back and, and be in a match. So and, what are we doing? And you know, good and you know, good and damn well, they are not going to release her if she asks for it. That's not what I'm saying. No, but but I'm, but, I'm, but but you know, she's not above that. I mean, she's not above asking for a release. Now, of course, they probably won't give it to her. But to to essentially three weeks out. For what is a, we'll just call it this, even though it's not it, a weak injury. 
and you're taking her off the card and the poster all together. Taking her off the poster essentially means she won't be there. Mm, mm, like mm. dead ass. If she's not on the poster, essentially she won't be at WrestleMania. What caused you? Oh, okay. What caused it? Because I can't say they pulled her. They pulled her off the poster, but is was that at her request? Because of them cutting Andrade loose, she just says, "Okay, put me in the scholarship fund." Fuck it. I'm going to skip WrestleMania. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Told you I changed it up. Because she knows like, okay, if I skip WrestleMania, you're not going, you ain't going to do nothing. Like, what you going to do? You going to, you going to leave me at home for free? Well, you, you going to pay me to stay at home. You're not going to job me out because I won't show up for that. I'll ask for my release before I let you job me out on TV. Or you going to let me stay home and keep cutting me a check. Is it's, it's the Roman Reigns play from last year even though it's for totally different reasons. Roman decided, look, this pandemic stuff is a little too crazy. Obviously, we're not protecting everybody the way that we should. I have pre-existing health conditions and I have newborns. I'm going to sit this out. Mm-hmm. And obviously, things have not gotten better at the PC because Charlotte Flair got just got COVID. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's something to this. I just don't know what yet. Man, I just so all right. So let so let's, let's drill this down. You you, uh, you remove Charlotte from the poster, right? We don't know where Bailey is. That's two. Right. We're, mm-hmm. we're gonna as of right now, and if we do another live show before, I think we might have to do a. You know who ain't gonna win. We might have to do just an episode of you know who ain't gonna win for WrestleMania um, and NXT, uh, simply because of how much. Uh, like content we're going to see those two nights and then that that probably be like the whole show because this is a double this is like a double show here anyway so th- i guess let's go ahead and do a mixtape and if we need to revise the, the mixtape we'll do that competitors not on mania and it's a travesty why they're not on mania I mean, that, that, that they're not on mania we have bailey and charlotte flair so far go we're gonna do a 10 piece sure why not Jeff Hardy. Listen, one of the greatest talents, sure, sure shot Hall of Famer. Um, he's he was a trendsetter, offensive motivator. What's well, our offensive trendsetter, motivator in the ring, tag team specialist, singles champion in multiple organizations, and you brought him back to leave him by himself. And he's still performing at a higher level than his brother with rods in his legs or leg at mm. least. And where is he now? Catering. He was just on Raw, but when I saw him, I was like, damn, he still works there. You ready for this? He one? has no has no type of mania match going on. No type of mania hype, no build, no nothing. No nope. dance party. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't even have a story right now. So unless, like I said last week, unless you're gonna have some type of multi-man match for for some title, like who? And now it's it's not gonna be for the secondary title because you know Big E's doing his thing with Apollo Cruz right now. And last night seems like they started the play for Sheamus versus Matt Riddle. Yep, which is a sleeper, man. That's that's she- Sheamus in any match with anybody who can grapple is a great match. and and strike. <laughs> just, just we're not even talking about the striking aspect. Just grapple. Look, put me in the scholarship fund. They're gonna beat the shit out of each other. 
and I'm here for it. Man. So now there, there's no multi-man ladder match going on either. So if you're not going to have an Andre the Giant battle battle royal, which we've <laughs> we've basically said out loud that we're we're against the idea, you don't really have anything for him at all. And I don't want to shit on the uh I don't want to shit on on the uh US title or the Intercontinental title and say a multi-man ladder match is needed because we already know an Intercontinental ladder match, or the Intercontinental match is going to be Big E versus um uh, Apollo. We know that's going to happen. Right. Um, if it doesn't, somebody got hurt or somebody rubbed Vince the wrong way. It's really that simple. Um, mm-hmm. But for the U.S. belt, if we if we get if we don't get Riddle versus Sheamus one-on-one, someone's dropping the ball backstage because there's your money. That's how, that's how you rebuild the U.S. belt. It, right there. Because the way Riddle got it kind of took it down a notch, even though uh, Riddle is a legitimate competitor. I like it. So we have three on the missing list. We have. Um, we, let's keep. We're gonna keep it. We Charlotte are, Bailey. Yeah, we keep, keep it We'll keep it rolling. We got Charlotte Bailey, Jeff, Jeff Hardy, Hardy, Keith Lee. Who? Listen. Yeah. This is a world that. champion caliber talent. <laughs> Not everybody right. is high on him. As we do know. But he is great on the mic, phenomenal in the ring, mm-hmm. and and he he his his he has the moveset of someone hundred pounds lighter than him. Two hundred pounds lighter. And 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 that might be his problem. Is that he's too I'm light sure on his feet. I'm sure it's part of it. Like that stuff flies in NXT because it's it looks good. And people are, are uh, encouraged to wrestle a more modern style. Even with the catchers catch can, it's like it's still a lot more modern than what we have known it for in the past. But wh- just, you saw what I was trying to build the world title match as. I was like, okay, King Kong versus Godzilla. The movie comes out on the thirty first of this month, and then WrestleMania is right after that. So but but what the hell exactly happened what I to him? As. What the hell happened to him? I don't know. No one said a word. I don't, first time we fi- we thought he, he had uh, contracted COVID, which is absolutely possible. I don't know if he contracted it again. I don't know if he got hurt. I don't know if he just got in, in the doghouse because no one has said anything, including Keith Lee. <laughs> radio silence. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's never good when people just go radio silent. Like, why would you pull him from TV? You shouldn't have pulled him from NXT. He he's more silent than his wife grunts in retribution. And then there's that. What number are we on? Who's next? Five. five. And and let me. I can land that plane too. If you, do you want to put Dijak and and my, my and uh, Mia Yim on that list? No. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I do not. <laughs> mainly be mainly because on the main roster, you have not seen any trajectory that said they were going to be on. WrestleMania, unless they were going to be ringside for some type of match with with uh Mustafa Ali. Now that can be your next pick because now he ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> do you want to put him on the list? Yes, <laughs> Mustafa. Put him, Ali. put him on the list. Because <laughs> last episode we were pegging him for a title match with Riddle, and apparently that ain't going down no more. Unless you're going to make Riddle's title match like a, a ladder match type situation with all the mid card talent. Are we are we going to finally do away with retribution or are we going to grow them? 
Apparently they uh they had an implosion at Slow Lane. I don't know what that means because like, are you gonna repackage Dijak and Dio Madden as actual people or what? Because that's some hard, and don't, hard. Don't, don't forget about Thorn. Back from. Don't forget about Thorn in that group too. I, I do agree, but I don't believe Thorn was involved in the attack. I gotta go back. And oh, watch. oh no 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 but, no no no! I, f- I forgot about that. I was, I was just talking about just the group as a whole. But you're right. Yeah, like I don't know if you're gonna just disband retribution, retribution, or however you choose to refer to it, or are they just gonna? Is this a teachable moment? Is what are you gonna do? Like, you can't have them come back out next week as regular people. (laughs) (laughs) Anovan Dijakovic shaved his entire head and put on like a half Vader mask. Man, Mia Yim put on a. a Hannibal Lecter mask and it fell off mid-match. You feel me? Like, Dio Madden is just out here. All types of predator slash... Uh, it's just, it's a lot going on. So I don't see how you can just repackage them as regular people. But, and if you do it, you still gonna, you, you need to take them off TV for a couple weeks, which that's dangerous. You get TV for a couple weeks, you can end up in catering with nothing for you. Running it down. Charlotte, Bailey, Jeff Hardy, Keith Lee, Mustafa Ali. You ready for this one here? Go ahead. Unless something drastic changes in the next couple of weeks and you know that you want to see them, right now, we don't see a trajectory for them. The Street Profits. They're, they're going to get the uh, the dirty dogs at, at WrestleMania. They're going to get Ziggler and, and you Root. You think so? So I, so I won't put them on a list because of that. I was, a, I was afraid that that was going to happen, but they're going to be relegated to the pre-show. That's not making the main card. I mean, it's hard for me to say that because it's two nights. Because it's two nights, I don't necessarily know if that's a pre-show thing. Okay, like all can, right, I'll I'll, but, I'll take I'll take them off for that benefit because I want so much better for them. I'll take them off for that benefit alone. But I had a really good pick. But you saying the Street Profits made me think about someone else but, who is now in a tag team who not that long ago was in a very uh, high-ranking spot in the pecking order. Talk Otis. to him, man. Ooh. Not not a high-ranking spot in the pecking order. This man was... He had the uh, the dubious honor of carrying what should be a guaranteed title victory. Yeah, he was on the loading dock to being champion. One of only three people... Only three people have gotten the Money in the Bank contract and have not successfully won the championship with that. Kennedy. One of them is one of them's John Cena. The other two aren't with the company. Anymore. <laughs> there, there's that. <laughs> there's the thunder stolen right there. Uh, you know, I, I, I hated to do it, but I was like, "Look, <laughs> Damian Sandow and Kennedy. Like, you just have to say it that way." Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's let's go through the <laughs> list. Uh, so so many names that there are more. Bro, here's another one. I, I don't even know why we had to think about this one. As, as soon as I, before I even clicked and scrolled down, I thought about this one. Brock Lesnar. They couldn't pay him enough. Regardless, I guarantee, I guarantee what it was that they were going to do Brock and Bobby at WrestleMania, and the offer they gave Brock wasn't enough. Regardless, Brock, he, said, Brock said, "Fuck you! I'm not leaving my house." Right. Regardless, he's available. There's going to be a crowd. He's not there. 
And I, I is there I, gonna I, is there gonna be a crowd? What do we know now? That's still TBD. I, I did see the billboards that they're going to start selling tickets this week, but that's still TBD. Uh, one one super spreader event between now and then, they're going to shut this bitch down. Come, come, come on another one. Ricochet. Where has he been? Catering. Didn't you see him on Monday? He was dressed like uh, damn, uh, what's the dude that did the 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 La Samba record? Mambo number five. <laughs> he he was sitting in the locker room dressed like that. Oh man. Oh. He's dressed like a reggaeton or he should have been like uh, uh an extra with bad bunny. Like he needs to be hanging out with bad bunny and Damian Priest, because obviously ain't nothing else going right. Oh, I'm gonna throw this name out there because I, I hope we actually see this this person, but as it sits right now. Because we haven't seen him in about four months. Wyndham Rotunda. Why do I say his real name? Because on Sunday at Fastlane, Slow Lane, we got Great Value Fiend, and it was not Wyndham Rotunda under the mask. No, 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 no. At Slow Lane, we got, you know, actual Fiend, but we got Chicken Fried Fiend. So you think that was Wyndham Rotunda on Sunday? On Sunday, on Monday, I know it wasn't because I saw what you said. Like the guy, the guy who was playing the fiend on Monday was taller than Randy Orton. And Randy Orton's six five. <laughs> a tall six five. He might be a hair under six 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 five. Like what? Like what? Damn! What developmental kid did you dress up in the chicken fried fiend costume and have him stand there and get doused with? With uh, gasoline. Who's that? Nomas? <laughs> Bruh. Like, is this Baron Corbin? Who is this? Oh, that might have been who it was. <laughs> no, no. Dead ass, you know it could have been for real? Ooh. Cash is on, though. <laughs> like, they, they called Chris Hero back to do a one shot. But no, he's in UK, though. I don't think they called him back for that because he would have to sit for 14 days. <laughs> Just for that. Nah, he, he back home though. I think oh. he not he's not an NXT UK. He's no longer under contract. Oh, oh, I, that I didn't. I wasn't aware of. Yeah, he's hosting. He's hosting a podcast with Conrad now. Wow, I was not aware yeah. of that. He back amongst. The, he back in the free world. You, you he free world steak and shrimp. <laughs> you know what we say about the free world. Fuck the free world. <laughs> <laughs> you feel. All right, really? running it down. Charlotte, Bailey, Jeff Hardy, Keith Lee, Mustafa Ali, Otis, Brock Lesnar, Ricochet. You ready for my last one? Go ahead. My last one, Aleister Black. You knew he wasn't going to be on WrestleMania. <laughs> we just talked about that. <laughs> you knew what was going to happen. He's going to be watching WrestleMania with... Yo, Come you- on, Brody. You knew he wasn't gonna be there. He dropped out. You say you're gonna be wrestling, watching WrestleMania with what now? With the bump on the bump. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what you do with bumps. Oh, uh. yikes! <laughs> hey, look for for my last trick, and this is this is so. Now that I think about it, it's so irritating to me. You know who's gonna miss WrestleMania and has nothing on the horizon? Don't have any multi man match. You don't have any. You don't have any other plug-and-play situations for him? Shinsuke Nakamura. 
Oh my God! And honorable mention Cesaro. Like, oh, if you're gonna no, do, if you're gonna do something, here's the thing: Cesaro's gonna get Seth Rollins. They're they're building towards that Cesaro versus Seth. That's WrestleMania bound. Um, and they put on a hell of a match on Sunday too. Yeah, unless they turn this into some sort of a tag team match where Buddy Murphy gets back with Seth Rollins and they face Cesaro and Nakamura, Buddy Murphy and Shinsuke are gonna miss WrestleMania. And, and Shinsuke, Shinsuke wrestled uh, Seth Rollins on uh, Sunday at Fast Lane, Slow Lane. Uh, right, which um, I got to go back and watch it to see how it compares to their Survivor Series match from like 2018 or 19. I, I think that one had a little bit more oomph to it. This was a really good match. It was a, yeah. it was a really good... I mean, what do, what do you expect from Shinsuke and Seth Rollins? It, this was a really good match. It just... <sighs> It, it just no. It, they didn't put the hype machine on it, which with stuff like that, you got to put the hype machine on it. Shinsuke has switched his ring gear back to to more of what he was wearing uh, when he first debuted. So he's he doesn't have the, I guess the Prince style leather top anymore. He's gone shirtless. Yeah. Neither Mysterio is on is on the WrestleMania card right now. Man, a lot of situations. A lot of them, man. Um, the Mysterios. I, I would, I would anticipate they would have something to do, but even Buddy Murphy has fallen off, off the face of the earth. I mean, you would hope so, but that's not guaranteed. Um, the Usos are gonna miss WrestleMania because you know main event Jay Uso is is in you know bodyguard mode. He'll be involved. Um, we don't know if Jimmy. Jimmy's Jimmy's back working out, getting ready. I don't know how close he is to returning, and everybody's keeping a tight lip about it. So you may see both of them in WrestleMania. Mm. Just certainly not in a match. Cena is out. Unless something different happens, John Morrison is out. Um, Damian Priest out because this is a. Uh, we're holding out hope is going to end up a tag team match, but as as of right now, Morrison and Priest are out. Man. Said Keith Lee, Kevin Owens. Oh man! Oh, I, 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 you know what? I take that back. They've been planting seeds on SmackDown and social media. We're probably gonna get a Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn match, which I really hope so. It's because that's gonna be that's gonna be a knockdown dragout if we actually do get that match. They, they, I have no complaints. If it if it's a regular match, we're gonna see some very lax rules in that match. I guarantee to you. Damn, it's already Corbin. seven o'clock. Baron Corbin. Corbin's out. Uh, I'm just scrolling the roster at this point. I mean, looking for people we, that we, matter. We, we can stop because we we can build our own card uh, with what's left. <laughs> you can build a card with the people who aren't on WrestleMania. That's right what now I'm saying. Aren't aren't perceived to be on there either. So um, we we can put a we can put a pin in that one till till next time we convene. Uh, WWE Hall of Fame. Um, be- it's, it's, this begs some uh, some attention. So far, we have in the class of 2020 and 2021. Let's see here. Oh, wait. Wait. Let me piss you off one last time. At oh, this hell. point, Shelton and Cedric Alexander don't have anything for WrestleMania either. I'm not pissed off. I'm more pissed off at the, at the fact that they're not allowing MVP to accompany them to the ring and that they're part of the Hurt Business by name, by brand only. That's like so far, I'm more pissed about that than I am about the fact that they're not in uh, in uh, on, on the WrestleMania card. 
and and now you're starting to see see the the earmarkings of them being treated as underlings in the hurt business instead of all all parties being equals right which i don't like that either which shelton was trying to do that to cedric as a like a moment of like manhood like a, like a, a rites of passage but now shelton is that dude too which that ain't yeah. right that ain't right man um hall of fame class of 2020 so far uh as it was stated last year john bradshaw layfield jbl Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, Jushin Thunder Liger, the New World Order, uh, Good Try Terry, Kevin Hall, uh, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Sean Waltman, and the, uh, Nikki and Brie Bella. Also on that class initially was Dave Batista. We'll get back to him in a second. So far announced for 2021, uh, Nora Greenwald, aka Molly Holly, Eric Bischoff. Uh, Dave Batista has rescinded his 2020 induction this year because he wants to do it in a proper setting to where he can thank the fans i understand that but that's hollywood as fuck <laughs> it is it is but like we said when we were talking about uh which air quotes hall of fame worthy talent was going to debut in AEW, guys like the rock now you know dave batista now, if they you, don't necessarily need the bag. If you they really, have, it was say if you really wanted to stir the pot, you would have announced that prior to Christian debuting at AEW. That would have completely obliterated that whole thing out the water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, sure. Kane was announced today on the bump. Well by, deserved. But and, and not just that, it was announced by the Undertaker on the bump which was very which was very cool met super cool because kane thought it was a rib because we all know what happened the last time kane and the undertaker were on, were on tv at the same time together <laughs> so which which begs the question and one thing i've seen the undertaker i need him to cut that damn braid off like we, we just gotta stop this like it's it, there's no reason for you to have hair anymore <laughs> none cut cut that shit off secondly are we gonna see mark calloway induct him like, is this going to be the first time on WWE TV in a live setting that we're going to see Mark Calloway, not The Undertaker? Because um, that's going to be surreal as we, fuck. We've seen far more Mark Calloway this year than we ever dreamed that we would see of him 10 years ago. Facts, because the and, last ride mirroring the last dance was basically his his retirement package. And not, not only that, we're talking like when I say last year, I'm talking about like from WrestleMania to WrestleMania last year. Um, there was also one more inductee announced today. I don't know if you've been watching social media, Swab, but if you haven't been, I'm gonna I'm, I'm about to hit you over the head if you haven't heard this one. Mm, I just saw something on social media that's about to come up, but I probably haven't heard what you about to tell me. The Great Kali. Oh, I did see that. <laughs> I would have loved it if you hadn't seen that one. <laughs> but here, but here's here. <laughs> Here's the part about that that people have to understand. Like, yeah, a lot of you, a lot of people are gonna look at that and say Kali was trash. Here's the and thing. Was was Kali was Kali champion? Yeah, he was champion. Okay, Kali was champion. Eight feet tall in movies. What this is about is about WWE India, bruh. Super, super, super bag. That's what this is about. It's about being able to promote appearances from WWE Hall of Famer, the great Kali in India. Yeah, he won the WWE Championship once. 
They're they're launching NXT. Well, I'm sorry. India. I'm sorry. The World Heavyweight Championship. He won it once. Yeah, during the SmackDown era. Yes. Um. So. Yeah, like that's just that's just smart business. I know people are looking at it like how is he in? They start making comparisons like how is he in the the Hall of Fame? And then they run a list down and say, well, this person's not. Which I saw. Um, it was like Kali's in, but Demolition isn't, and uh, Owen Hart isn't, and Dynamite Kid isn't, and just X Y Z down the list. That's a money move. It's a money play. And now also that at, is also at this that's point, about international dollars. Also at this point, you are running out of talent. So the names that everybody else named off, if you put these people in, then you essentially run out of quote unquote worthy talent to put in. If is Dynamite Kid still with us? No, because I know no, he, he ain't passed, going he, into he, no. He passed away on his birthday at, at the age of sixty. Okay, condolences to his friends and family. He's not going in for quite some time. He he may not go in until after Vince is gone. I don't think he's ever going in. He it might be so. I don't know if you saw um, in nineteen how they had that uh, the legacy Hall of Fame inductees. Uh-huh. Like they didn't even announce Ivan Koloff when he died. And Ivan Koloff was the one that Good Try Terry took the. Uh, I'm sorry, not, Ivan Koloff was a placeholder for a belt from uh, I believe from Bruno, but Ivan Koloff was a WWF champion. He was never. They never even acknowledged the fact that he passed away. So and and so I I, I want to say that it was uh, not 19. I forgot which year it was, but he might have even been inducted like that way. There were some people who were inducted in the Legacy Hall of Fame, like. Um, uh, I think what Frank Gotch, right? Um, what's what's the promoter down in Houston? Um, you, as soon as you said that, Paul Bosch. Paul Bosch. I think those two were inducted in a Legacy Hall of Fame, but weren't they weren't announced on like like they weren't like formally inducted like anybody else would be posthumously. I can tell you who else ain't never getting in. Ole Anderson, bruh. Do your Googles to find out why. Look but up, look up any in every shoot interview, and he he has <laughs> every every shoot interview. Look up your Googles if you listen to different podcasts. It's been explained on several occasions, but you got to find out. There's no wrong reason why he's not getting in. <laughs> All of your reasons are valid. <laughs> um, oh, bruh. But yeah, Kylie so, doesn't. It doesn't make me mad or upset one way or the other. It's like this is a money move. There's this is about laying gr- groundwork and foundation for NXT India that's coming. Oh, uh, I, I just I hate that. Uh, I, I, tell the truth, I wouldn't be surprised if Kali gets a statue like Dusty in India for NXT. Uh, him, he, he and um, not Kali. He and um, gender. Deserve one. Jinder will get one after he retires, but right yeah. now, like for the grand opening and the whole thing, I wouldn't be surprised if, if like they have a performance center type setup in India and Kali has a statue outside. Man, it, historically speaking, people who are like hated on TV are usually like the nicest guys in real life. I would love to interview Jinder uh, Mahal. I would love. Uh, to say- man, Jinder seemed like he would probably be one of the best interviews. The cool, just not even about wrestling, just about life in general. Just like, just he just seems like he's humble and cool. Like I would love to sit down with him. Um, and he uses CBD, so he's gonna fit right in here. There's that. <laughs> yeah, he's starting to cultivate his own his own thing and thing and thing over there. Um, you feel what I'm saying? 
so there's this outcrying of support for people who haven't made it into the Hall of Fame yet, like, like, as you just talked about. One name that popped up recently was Lex Luger. Yeah. To which good I, job. To good which say to which I said hell no to. And the reason why I say hell no is his the it was seemingly direct involvement into the untimely passing of Elizabeth as they were a couple and he was uh she was in his home at the time okay. of her passing. Which was right. which was stated to be via drug overdose, accidental drug overdose. Okay. Um was now, was Lex Luger ever implicated in the uh demise of Miss Elizabeth? No, but was he was he cleared of any and all speculation during the time where she passed away? He's walking well, not walking. He's yeah, don't he's, do that. He's, don't do that. He's, in, he's in the free world. Right. And no you know no charges. About, and you know we no, you know no we feel about the free world. <laughs> it's fuck the free world, but <laughs> hey, no, like we said, like we had to tell somebody else in public, no convictions means no convictions. But continue. All right. So that said, let's talk about New Jack. No, no, no. Before you get to New Jack, because I gotta defend, I gotta defend Lex Luger going in the Hall of no, Fame. No, this this isn't the same conversation. Okay, handle your business then. So. If you if but by, by by your rationale, yes, you're only going by the contributions and not by the the real life surrounding and spe, spe, of course speculatory. Mm-hmm. You would rather induct Lex Luger, and I know you're not okay with with New Jack being out of the Hall of Fame, but I'm sure you understand. Is, is this, oh, I, oh is, I absolutely know why. <laughs> but do, are you in agreement with that? Uh, no, I, I tell you, he should be, but my reason for him being in the Hall of Fame is the exact reason why he won't get in. Oh, tell me. Please enlighten me. So, so here's the one caveat. He's never appeared on any WWE television, even though it was rumored once upon a time, like back when uh, um, Cena got stabbed in the club, like the thought was it was supposed to be New Jack who stabbed him. <laughs> <laughs> However, here's my reason. I have always touted New Jack as the nucleus of the Attitude Era. I don't think Mick Foley dives off the top of the uh, Hell in a Cell cage if it's not for New Jack. <laughs> it literally, he, Mick Foley took the safest way off the cage the way that, that New Jack threw Vic Grimes off that scaffold. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, Bombs away. New Jack, New Jack has been diving off stages, out of balconies, off of basketball goals out of you know the second story all of that stuff he had been doing that since the mid 90s you can you can pull it up on the WWE network while you still have a chance bro next that's in the next that's in the next segment bro oh my god right you ain't ready segway for this game. one segway game so you can go back that far and see him diving it's it's in the ECW open to every show Starting in like from the first pay per view and even before that, he's diving. It's, it's, off it's, of like, it's like the first clip, isn't it? Like as soon as it comes on, you see the first wrestling clip. It's him diving, right? It's in the first thirty seconds, Whoa. and then it got to a point where they replaced that dive with another one. He had one out of the balcony <laughs> in the ECW arena. Then he had another one where like 
uh, the one he jumped on Mustafa, where he jumped out of the se- the second floor of the balcony, something stupid like that. But like he's been diving out of stuff all through the '90s, to the point that where his dives is what led to to Mick Foley doing his, and then furthermore led to Jeff Hardy doing his. Plus the way he cut promos in Smoky Mountain, the way he cut promos in ECW, and his whole presentation during his matches in ECW. He is the founding father of the Attitude Era. I saw and a promo. I, I saw a promo today of New Jack that I, that I had somehow slipped past me, where he was imitating Jim Cornette with a noose around his neck, calling Jim Bro. Cornette a racist that owed him money. You feel what I'm saying? Talking about how how do you run a business, run shows five days a week for four years and still owe, and still owe money? And Mustafa comes with a ne- noose around his neck and says he still owe me a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like that guy is the founding uh, father of the Attitude Era, and to induct him in the Hall of Fame is to admit that you stole from him to create a multi-dollar era in you in in wrestling. Man, that's why he will never get in. So, what about Luger? So, looking at Luger, and if you go back to uh. Uh, I forget what episode that is when we did the U.S. title tournament. He is one of the top five greatest United States champions in WCW history. Man. For for title reigns, for impact to the title, all of those things. Um, Great character synonymous with the the late 80s of WCW slash NWA, the early to mid 90s. Like he is as WCW as it gets because he's there for every good period and even, you know, a major star through the bad ones. Had his run in WWF, so he, he checks that box. The whole thing about using his personal life to keep him out of the Hall of Fame, there is a certain amount of free will, and I'm going to be the bad guy for this. There is a certain amount of free will that went into that situation. No one was being forced to take drugs. These were party f- and these were choices that were made. Now, everybody, you know, because everybody has a, a ingrained image of of what they feel like Miss Elizabeth was because you have the television image, so you feel like everything that was portrayed on television is really what it's like in real life. We know that not to be true. Quite, quite it's the hard opposite. not to focus on that. Yeah, quite the opposite. Right. right. So when does free will get calculated into this? Nobody was forcing her to do any of this. And and like we, <laughs> there's one particular singer that I always like to bring up where people like to blame one of her later relationships for her drug use. And I say, um, you do realize she was famous in the eighties when everybody did blow. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say that right there, like yeah, yeah. Like, and if you don't, <laughs> and if you don't think the record executive she was signed to wasn't the first one to give her an eight ball, you've been retarded. <laughs> so you got to give me something more than just he was there when Elizabeth died, or he was the one that was with her when Elizabeth died, relationship-wise and in the house. You got to tell me that he was a direct cause. No, so other than. The- other than the fact he was getting high too, I, I hear I hear what you're saying. What I'm saying is this: her family wouldn't let that live, knowing that 
she that she was there. Naturally, they're gonna feel some kind of way about it regardless. But her family would not let that live, knowing that he was there and, and possibly could have done something to, to prevent it. Um, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that any of this stuff, you know, was the case at all or is the case at all. Don't get that. Don't get me wrong. And that's also for the sake of you know potential lawsuits and not that type of thing because we ain't we ain't going to, we ain't giving up no bags. Not not like this. We not um, none. My thing is this, in the court of public opinion, and I'm not talking about me more so than I am thinking from a company standpoint, mm-hmm. do you think that a company the size of WWE wants that on their conscience that they inducted somebody that had that that kind of tie-in with another Hall of Famer that they had? Jimmy Snooker, Macho Man Randy Savage. I don't think Jimmy Snooker's in the Hall of Fame. I thought he was, but we can do the Googles on that. Savage is in there, and you see how many times they've told the story about how tumultuous their real life relationship was, yeah. and this is the same woman. This is you're absolutely right. That's like me and you drinking. We drink. You don't have any problems. I develop some type of liver condition, and I and that stops you from getting a six figure job because. I got sick drinking, uh, and then my then my family blames you because you was my drinking partner. And I still nobody drink. blame <laughs> nobody blames me for drinking. It's yeah. a choice. It's free will. You can, no one's forcing you to to ingest anything. No one held you down and stuck you with a needle. You made a choice. Ooh, that's graphic. And a <laughs> and a continuous choice at that. Uh, for the record, 2015, Snooker was removed from the WWE Hall of Fame. So he made it in. He was removed because stuff came to light or because it was just a um, it was a bad look. Uh, so, there were charges. Right. From, so from a, from and, a, from and a, from then a he ended up not he didn't get convicted. No, it was it was it, he would have been. Actually, actually, I think he did get convicted. Uh, I, I, I could I could be wrong on that. Uh, okay. I just don't. I, don't know, I think. He, I think it was. He wasn't competent. He wasn't mentally competent enough to stand trial. Is what it was. That's that's what it was. Um, okay. Dug it in the Iron Sheet Hall of Fame. Yes or no? <laughs> they did blow together in the same car. I, I thought that was herb. I know that was. I it was, was both. It was both. Oh, both, both, both. Wooly Wooly got a pair of my sneakers. Wonder where I got them because I hit them behind my speakers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Both of them. Okay. There's this um um God bless the dead. Butch Reed, one of your favorites. There's this story that Man. continuously gets told, and it's been told so many times by so many different people that I absolutely believe it's true. Butch Reed is a Hall of Famer. No question about it. Should be in whenever he gets there. Butch Reed and Buddy Landell are following each other. This is during the territory area, driving from town to town. Butch Reed is in the process of trying to uh, prepare some of his treats. Okay. And so is Buddy Landell. But Buddy Land- Butch isn't paying attention. Buddy Landell stops at a light. Butch Reed runs into the back of Buddy Landell. Buddy Landell gets out because he, he got hit hard enough that his forehead, he hit his forehead on the steering wheel, so he done busted himself open hard way. He gets out to check on Butch. Butch is trying to procure some of his treats from the carpet of the floor. <laughs> and Buddy Landell is leaning in to check on him and has to tell Buddy, Buddy, back up. You're bleeding on my shit. 
So are, are oh, again man. free free will. Right. Are we gonna are we gonna exclude Butch Reed? Because like there's a time in society where certain drug use is like it's not frowned upon, and for the most part, even now, unless you're doing hard illicit street drugs, it's not really frowned upon because another Hall of Famer, Rob Van Dam. Who's also in Hall of Fame this year? He's he's going to he's going to Hall of Fame this year, right? I'm not certain if he's going in this year. He should. Yeah, that, but that, we know not nothing. No, nothing's confirmed, but I believe that he's going to probably be the next person on the list. But we know Rob Van Dam smoking big dope at all times and is dating a porn star. <sighs> <laughs> so at what point do you start trying to drop the hammer and set the criteria for real life transgressions that keep you out of the Hall of Fame? Because as far as I know, Luger R- didn't break any laws other than using drugs. RV, he didn't kill any- RVD may quite possibly be the reason that uh, Matt Riddle took so long to get signed. All I'm saying is we're going to get that RVD Matt Riddle segment I've been talking about, but like I say, I don't, I don't ha- have a reason to keep Luger out. Elizabeth is not a reason to keep Luger out. I thought, I thought it was a good conversation piece of nothing else, and also rest, it, in, rest, it is rest in peace to Buddy Landell, rest in peace to Hacksaw Butch Reed, man, factuals. Uh, and both of those guys, regardless of their drug laden past, should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> their drug laden uh, past. Yeah, man, I, and it was so, so funny. Like Buddy Landell, I, I, I remember seeing the Battle of the, of the Nature Boys. And I, I want to say it was Buddy Landell showing up either high or drunk that that knocked him off his plane because I, I believe if I remember the story correctly, um, Buddy Landell was also managed by J.J. Dillon, which was a conflict mm. of interest um, because of him uh, Rick Flair managed being managed by J.J. Dillon as well, and they had a battle for, a battle of the Nature Boys because Landell was earmarked to be another Flair. He was earmarked to be the NWA World Heavyweight Champion at some point. And Which I've heard the story about why it didn't happen to. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many stories to this, and uh, you know, and a lot of us is going to be lost, unfortunately, for all the wrong reasons. Um, but we'll we'll keep eyes out on these Hall of Famers too, man, because we'll definitely go over that on, when we when we do our uh, our WrestleMania. Which also, shit, man, happy happy birthday to the Broken Pistol Booking Company. I just thought about it. One time for the one time. Yeah, we turned three today. Hot damn. You dig? <laughs> you dig? And the hits just keep coming. Man, we are 108 episodes deep and still going. We we already have two episodes in the can and, and one more planned. So we are not going anywhere, you bitch. 108 <laughs> strong and growing. Flintstone vitamin vibes. You dig? Oh. Uh, so. Lastly, lastly, lastly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, real quick. How do you feel about the NXT titles being vac- uh, tag team titles being vacated? Mm, I don't think you have a team to put them on. How do you think Is Regal's going to handle it tonight on the NXT? You think he's going to put him uh, like in a tournament? Is it going to be um, like you know like a, like a, a tournament over the next couple of weeks, or are you going to do a tournament during the two nights of NXT Takeover? I think you might have a tournament and then have it culminate at a uh, stand and deliver. 
or you get some like um multi-team ladder match which i think that's happened before that's how the street profits won the titles yeah in nxt um you'll find a way i just this current roster of nxt is really patchy to me with with the exception of some names even these names make it seem like they're a second-rate version of their former selves yeah it's just like the <sighs> the roster is patchy and this would have been a really good time had you not broken up the undisputed era to go ahead and just wham whatever incarnation of them claim the tag team titles and that gives them something to do if, if it wasn't for this wacky ass uh gym angle you could have brought them back together and no one would have thought none the wiser um i, just, I had to throw that out there real quick um WWE going to Peacock, all of their content going to Peacock. I'm going to throw an asterisk on that. As we've discussed. No, it, it this gets this gets way worse. This gets way worse. Uh oh. So you you and I have both gone through and perused the catalog that is some of the transfer content upon the initial marriage of WWE on Peacock the door right, WWE so network on Peacock if you've taken the tour you realize that everything is referred to in seasons which you know it's going to be an adjustment for people who are used to the old format but everything's uh including pay-per-views is listed as seasons so WrestleMania has 36 seasons uh <laughs> it it's cool it's cool for what it is there's uh there's quite a bit missing uh, which we we figured we figured we we're gonna get half the library i kind of took a shot in the dark about what i thought would be missing i'm pretty much right so, so what what surprised me is that all the wwe content simply essentially made the jump they're we're missing a great deal of wcw it's like everything from basically all you have right now is like right before wcw closed you don't have any early 90s no mid 90s none of that and then you have like maybe four or five ECW shows and they don't go together. They're just standalone pieces. It's rough right now. It's it's about to get rougher because this is something that if you unless you've seen this and didn't know or didn't tell me, you you're about to have your mind blown. One of my biggest okay, concerns true. with this transfer was the handling of the unmentionable. Okay. We never knew what to expect anyway and the way they handled it was before the network became a thing they did overdubs uh with jim ross and taz at, at one point and they just redid the commentary and didn't mention him or if the okay. card had it they just didn't mention him okay right so right. they got to a point that was there was so much content between ecw wcw and wwe that at one point did you just have to say fuck it let's let it ride right and they did so whatever did not get overdubbed or, or get corrected on the back end still stays intact okay. I say that to say this multiple outlets are reporting today that quote unquote controversial content has been edited by Peacock from the WWE Network post reception I'll give you two prime examples survivor wait wait, wait. 
post reception, like it already got transferred. And then Peacock went in and said, "No, we're gonna edit it some more." Let me let me get to that. <laughs> oh boy, this is gonna get good. You, okay. you the, which one do you want first? Do you want WrestleMania six or do you want uh, two thousand five? What do you want first? Uh, WrestleMania six. WrestleMania oh, six. Roddy Piper had a feud with the late Bad News Brown. Rest in peace, Bad right. News Brown. And also rest in peace, Roddy Piper. Half black, half white. Gone. They just cut the whole match. The show is now roughly twelve minutes shorter. Holy shit! <laughs> they edited the match and the promo. Right, and then there's the famous story of Piper going back. Um, afterwards and I guess they used the wrong type of paint and couldn't scrub the black off so I had to go back through the airport half black and half white yep <laughs> jeez okay 2005 Survivor Series 2005 I know you remember what happened in Survivor Series 2005 I actually don't but the big the big John Cena push John Cena is like Mr. Hip Hop Champion of the World Spinner Belts and Toe Vince McMahon, Vinnie Mackin. Backstage sees Booker T. What's oh, up? Oh, my- that's 2005. Okay. Gone. I knew that wouldn't travel very much longer. But the fact that it was on the network for seven years. Because the network, as much as WWE is a publicly traded company, the network was like safe space for all of their content. Mistakes and all. Yes. Yes, which we that's that's what we loved. That's one reason I couldn't watch Mid South is because they edited so much of the commentary out because sometimes music played through the entire match and the music was licensed music that they didn't have any rights to. Specifically Junkyard Dog, um another one bites the dust. Um Rock and Roll Express had some videos where they use I wanna rock and roll all night. Even Bad Street USA couldn't be used because of the, the original uh co-writer for that song so if so if i'm so i'm giving you two instances with w on the wwe side we just spent a whole 15 minutes talking about new jack and lex luger do you think any ecw is going to make it some did already so like barely legals on there i think one of the wrestlepalooza shows it's probably barely watchable yeah, I got to see what else made it. But yeah, there's a lot of ECW that <laughs> once you run that fine tooth comb through there, probably will not make the jump. Now, ECW had already kind of gotten, you know, they got all their music tinkered with, which I hate. It, it just gives it a different vibe, especially for New Jack matches. But Because um, <laughs> then you can't hear Joey Styles at all. Right, and then you don't get to hear uh, "Natural Born Killers," which is like it's the themes. It's, you just, it's it. you had to be there. You you absolutely had to be there for it. So, I'm thinking about other stuff that won't make it, like Katie Vick. Won't Bruh, make it. I guarantee, first thing, I guarantee, first thing that's coming to my mind. Katie Vick doesn't make it. HLA won't make it. Yes, hot lesbian action <laughs> will not be included. Uh, the KMA Club won't make it. Probably not. Uh, Vince McMahon blowing up in his limo probably <laughs> won't make it. <laughs> that so not only will that not make it that because that was the week before 
the whole uh, unmentionable passing away or killing himself. That, right, because those, those no, there's no way for you, for users of Peacock to, at least I don't think so, to um to manually block their children from being able to see mature content. It's all open. It's so, all open. Yep. Yeah. You know what this means, right? We just got fucked for, fuck for seven years. Yes, that that's one thing, and then. What this is, what I feel like this is going to open up, and you tell me whether or not you think this is real. Tape trading is about to come back. I'd be for that, especially on they, on, on oh, not necessarily black websites or uh, dark websites, but more so like um, like uh, like even on um, like I wish there was like a, some kind of like forum that you know, kind of like Facebook before Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like Facebook would 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 market because it's copyrighted material, but like right, we sh- there there should be like. A forum that's non non related to any type of conglomerate social media outlet that would allow for people to actually see these events in full. Because honestly, I thought the tape traders would be the ones responsible for bringing Continental to the WWE Network. I thought the tape traders would be the ones for getting uh, championship uh, sports from world class to the most WWE the Network. Tape, most of the tape traders hate WWE, and they would probably price gouge for their tapes. But still, like those are two ma- two major libraries that people still have access to because of tapes that are not nowhere to be found. Portland, from what I understand from um, interviews that Piper had, will we'll probably never get because it was a local TV station that did them all. And just like with every other local TV station that was redo- that was doing the television at the, at, and doing the, uh, the wrestling um, recording at the time, they were uh, using one reel week to week and t- and taping over it. yep so unless somebody was a whale and had a video a video a vcr back in the early 80s and actually bought tapes all that time we're not going to cornet if anybody has it, it's cornet and i'm telling you if you want to make some money cornet will go up and and i guarantee you if cornet decided to create a network with all his content no one would, would bitch about uh licenses they won't they won't bitch about license fees he been balling out with DVD sales anyway, just like his store with the with the content he does have and he does own and what he sells is like he would never have to go through the 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 pain and agony of converting to to digital streaming quality or just digital streaming content form. Yeah, this is why I feel great that I have not gotten rid of any of my DVDs. Like my old pirate game used to be goat level and I have kept all of that and I'm so glad. So I can watch ECW the way it actually the way happened. the way it should have been. The way it should have been on the network. But yeah, that's whoo. If if I could if I had my hard drives the way that I have them now, uh back then when I was actually doing the bootlegging, then yeah, I would have every, <laughs> I, I would have everything cataloged. But I was getting so much content at one time; it was just like some things had to go. And wrestling was usually first because we're talking three hours a clip. Now, now, see, that's what I would probably do. I'd cop a couple terabytes and start basically start filing those DVDs back in as digital files. That way, I could just cast them to whatever TV and handle it and airplay it to whatever device. That's that's but, a, that's a fine investment, there, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some, and that's pretty much what you're gonna push people back into doing. Now, some will be slow adopters, and they'll just complain about what WWE needs to fix. But at this point, 
you can hang that up. It's, it's NBC <laughs> and Peacock, and Peacock ain't going for it because Peacock is not about to field any angry feedback from Karen, Marin, or whoever's been offended <laughs> by what's on tele, or what's on their streaming device because you've added wrestling to the to the mix. Man, this is where we are, and we told you something wasn't gonna go right. It's our. It's already going to foul. It's, it's only about. It's, it's only going to get worse. This is so now. This is the so I, now the, the doctored content that you've been getting from WWE because they've they've doctored a lot of stuff trying to protect their own image has been further doctored and operated on by Peacock. You put duct tape on a on a shelf that has masking tape already on it, <laughs> bro. Like you are. Uh, WWE, pl- WWE is so smart. Going on. They're so smart for this. They got a They're billion. Fe- they got a billion dollars for someone to say we can fuck up your shit. Right. <laughs> you, you win. Got your chick win. Got the butt surgery. Sprung a leak, and then you decided to fill the hole with a caulking gun. <laughs> That's happening. You, you, you wee wee the WWE network, and those of you. FW Aaron know exactly what I just said. <laughs> oh man! And on that note, Swab, we have had a lot of content today. Shouts out to uh, Ricky Blaine. Blaine Mania One uh, is coming your way, and uh, that's that. And, and until we we convene again, we have tournament next week. Which one we don't know. We're going to hit we'll you over the hand coin. though. We'll hit you. <laughs> Keep keep those coins handy here, sir, because we're going to need them in the future. Suave, do me a favor. Yo, yo. Stay safe. Keep washing your hands and take us to the house. Pencil pushes. Heads up. Pencils down.